What's poppin', ladies and gentlemen? This is episode 27 of Holus Accountable. Hey, we just gonna brew some beer today, y'all. Let's have a good time. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 27 of Hold Us Accountable, y'all. Hell yeah, man. We got, a, we got a fun episode coming this week, man. Trying to keep it a little quiet. We're in the household of sleeping children. Yeah, yeah we, we hope that the sound quality is okay out there for everyone. Um, if it's not, we do apologize. All right, let's kill that mic. Kill that mic. Kill that mic. Yeah, we're going to have echoes going, things up loud. But uh, yeah, we, uh, we got a fun episode. We're going to have a beer of the week. And then we're going to be brewing beer. Hey, gonna simple be brewing episode, beer. man. Simple, simple episode. And it's going to be really interesting because, I mean, we've never brewed beer. Never brewed we're beer. We're just following instructions. We're going to drink beer and try to brew beer. Yeah, this is <laughs> bad. Oh, I, can't I wait. mean, a, a good mix? Good mix? Bad mix? Yeah, this is going to be interesting. I'd, I, uh,. I was originally thinking, you know, we'd we'd brew it or we'd go through the whole process, kind of like we did the table. We'd work on the table and then we'd go talk about it. But I think something we've kind of lacked um, in our processes of our monthly challenges is getting getting the process, getting getting the process um, uh, recorded, recorded, the whole and, and recorded. viewed and 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 seen. So. Uh, we're in a different spot. We're a traveling stew right now. We're in a oh, yeah, different location. Traveling stew out. Uh, house of Big Tom Wardlow. So shout out Tom. Thanks for letting us hold down the kitchen. And uh, basically, we're just we're chilling. We're gonna have some beers. We're gonna brew some beers. And uh, just bear with us with uh, with the sound quality and everything. We uh, forgot yeah. a few chords. So, but we things hope are. It should turn out all right. It should be. Yeah. Shouldn't be too bad, I don't nah. think. Um, just got to talk a little closer to the mics. Yeah, and, and uh, I'm going to be kind of going back and forth to my phone to kind of get music playing. Uh, yeah. So, fuck got it. We man. got an interesting process. Uh, <laughs> there we are. Hey, Here we go. Yeah, taste that, motherfucker. Huh? Oh, it's nice and loud. Probably Max, can. Talk us into that. Uh, talk us into that beer of the week a little bit, man. man we, we, gotta, gonna... we got a. We got a. Got a great beer of the week coming. Uh, mm-hmm. A super. Interesting, catchy, fun-looking can uh, from Sweetwater Brewing Company. They're extra pale ale. Uh, it says, "Don't f- uh, don't float the mainstream." All right, so uh, drink them if you got them. You can count on this go-to OG pale ale being fresh, flavorful, and well balanced every time. Hey, Maximilian, crack me open some of that oh, shit. I know it, man. All right. Hell yeah. 
And uh, we're just going to be rating this beer 1 through 10. Nothing too We have, um, We had too much other fancy, shit to think about, crazy. man. Yeah, we're just going to be going straight 1 through 10 on this beer. Um, Tasty treat we found in a, a local grocery store. Uh, both of us. Uh, what was what was Super Value before it was? Um, uh, before it was Super Value. What Century Foods? Century Foods. Yeah, yeah. man, that's what. Uh, uh, I I grew up going to right next to my school. Um, but <laughs> nice, loud, so nice. Sorry, Tom. but yeah, no, we're drinking uh, the Sweetwater Brewing Company. 420 extra pale ale. Yeah. And uh, before I give you details about the beer that we're drinking, uh, excuse me for looking down at my phone, but I can't remember shit. So we're just going to go off here. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Sweetwater, uh, if you don't mind. What do you think, Max? Yeah, let's do it up. Don't float the mainstream, man. Sweetwater Brewery has been making tasty brews in the heart of the South since 1997, year I was born. 19, uh, what up? 24 years what old. What a year, huh? This yeah, beer hell is of as year. old as you are. Hell of a year, the year that Biggie Smalls died, too. I mean, no. Oh, that's a tough year, man. Tough wow. year, tough year. R.I.P., man. What R. started R. as a pipe dream of two college buzzy buddies has turned into a dream job full of great adventures and lip-smacking beers. Yeah, we're going to find out. We're, we're going to see if it's lip-smacking or not. I what would you expect from a couple of boys with one of a with more of a hankering for beers than for books? I mean, sounds I had, like a beer for me. <laughs> that's, that, that's what I did in college, but I never brewed a goddamn beer. At Sweetwater, we like to say we're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time. That's eh, a little overplayed, but all right. Kind of like that saying. Might well, be yeah. a new, might be a future tattoo. It's not just something that we say, though. It's how we live. If you're up for a good time, come check us out at our brewery in Atlanta. This is in Atlanta. ATL. Yeah, Atlanta, Georgia beer, uh, a lot of a uh, little out of our limits, a little out of our uh, comfort. I've never been. Uh, I have been. I haven't stayed long. Drove through, but uh, drove through, drove through. Okay. Every spring at our raging 420 festival, or whatever the fishing, wherever the fishing is good in your neck of the woods. Remember, don't float the mainstream as we all find our path in life. All right. Drink them if you got them, man. Hell yeah! I would have guessed this was like a beer out of Cal or not California, out of Colorado. Just the way yeah. there's like a trout on it, four twenty. Yeah, um, they, I didn't green know they, I can. Didn't, I don't mean to uh, sound uneducated, but I didn't know they fish down there at Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, yeah, man, you got lakes everywhere. That's what I'm talking about. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch koozie up. Let's crack this open, huh? Let's get a couple. Let's get a first. Let's get a first taste in. Of uh, Sweetwater Brewings. Slide it into our, uh, our awesome koozie. Shout out. Shout out. My awesome aunt. Oh, smells like awesome. Hey, cheers, man. 420 extra pale ale. That's, that is good, man. Wow. That's real tasty. Let me tell you what. That is a, that's very good. <laughs> that is a very good beer. God damn, well, that beer. is an awesome beer. Well, let, let me uh, let me tell you a little bit about this, bruh. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's All right, this it. is uh, the this is a year round brew out of uh, the uh, this brewing company. I don't, I forgot the name. Sweet, Sweet, Sweet Water, Water brewing. brewing. Sorry, God damn. Shout out Sweetwater. But uh, so dry hopped with a fat stash of Cascade hops, our most popular brew. A tasty West Coast style extra pale ale, 
uh, assinuated with a stimulating hop character. First conceived in our bat cave on 420. Hey. Oh, their little uh, little medicine duck. Oh, okay. So it, it said established 420 on front of, on the front of the can. I wasn't yeah. sure if that was a part of the oh, name or okay. if it was actually established on 420. I see. I see. I guess it actually was. Okay. This kind of beer keeps the wheels on the bus going round and round. So a little detail behind this beer. It is 5.7% ABV. The IBUs are 39. Uh, you can find this beer available in bottles, cans, 12-ounce, uh, 16-ounce draft. I feel like this would be very good in bottles. Oh, fantastic. So malt bill, two-row, monic, wheat, midnight wheat, hops, uh, Centennial and Cascade. Dry. Which is two hops we'll be using in our brew tonight. That's just wait and see, ladies and gentlemen. And then uh, the dry hop is Cascade Flavor per- Profile. Herbal, floral, and fresh. This is the Sweetwater Brewing Company 420 Extra Pale Ale. Mm-hmm. That's it, good stuff. And it does deserve that because it is a it's taste good. beer. Let me it's put this phone good. down. I'm, I hate looking at my phone. I hate it's hate right. doing that shit. It's right. a we're not behind our stool, yeah, our stool table. Our this here. is beautiful can. Hey, I how like, do I sound over there? I don't have headphones on. Is it, does it sound, sound good. okay? Sound, sound right? good. You're right. good. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see on the playback. How does it feel talking about the headphones? Probably more comfortable? Less comfortable? Um, to me, I'd be uncomfortable at this point. It's a little... Yeah, at this point, it's uncomfortable just because I don't know how I really sound in the headphones. But that's all right. You know, we got to get used... It's uh, it's not a big deal. Somebody's got to have uh, them on. We got... Yeah. Yeah, so... So no, we're gonna rate uh, this. We're gonna this be is a really good beer. Oh man, it's. Uh, Wait, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I was just no, so no. excited to say how tasty this it beer is. was. You know, oh, it's so like my first. Uh, when I opened it, I was like, oh, like this may sound shitty to some people, for, but like when I smelled it, I was like, that smells like a fresh cut lawn, like mm. a like a summer, like a like those first first hints of summer spring <laughs> smells. Like that was the smell, which is a fantastic smell to me. Hmm. See, I don't know if I get mm. fresh cut lawn. Because I have heard... God, it's a good fucking beer, man. I have heard the smells of beer be referred to as a, a fresh cut lawn. What is but it? I, what do you, but what to do you me, think? I don't know what it is. To me, so this is... It's very good. To me, it's a little... A, if there's one critique I have of it, it's a little bubbly. A little bubbly. A little bubbly. All right, a little um, too much I get, carbonation. Yeah, a little too much carbonation, but I mean, that that's being very picky. It is. It's being picky, but because oh. the, it's like, it's it's so good that it's like, all right, well, there's got to be point. there's got to be one thing about it that I'm not the biggest fan of, because there's no, like, perfect beer, I feel and like. And that's good, that's good criticism to get, is uh, when you got to get nitpicky with it. Right. Like, I mean, remember that one beer we had, I can't remember what it was, but it was, like, Way too carbonated. Yeah, it was, like, it was holy like shit. Bubbler or something. It was like called. I think it was a bubbler. Yeah. Yeah, but but no, I like um, it. I it like it, it's the bubbliness makes it feel like it breaks down in my mouth rather than keeping that crisp, uh, uh, crisp note all the way through. If that makes sense, it like it hits crisp and then it it bubbles a lot and kind of breaks down. Okay. It's not too too overwhelming. Not too mouth. overwhelming. Just, but but uh, the flavor is very good. Flavor is fantastic. It's just a man. little little bubbly, a little bubbly, just a little bit. But I mean, 
Okay, I mean, if you can't handle tricky. the bubble, man, don't float the mainstream. You know what I'm saying? You're right. No, uh, hell of a. And I'll, I'll I'll drink the I'll drink the bubbles of this beer any day. Uh, unlike that last that one beer, it was the beer you you took the bottle cap off. Oh and my like, god! It was like champagne. Yeah, yeah. No, this is this is not that bubbly, but it is just one thing I noticed while drinking it. I'm gonna go ahead and give this. Seven point nine. Oh, that's that's really funny. You know what? You know what the grade I in my head before you said that seven point eight seven. Seven point eight seven. Are you gonna stick with that? I yeah. I think I well clearly that's clearly. you know kind of along. We're thinking along the same lines. Ah, so I'm gonna man, stick I with love it. it. Go, so. go. Can you show the camera the yeah. the this can? So we are drinking uh, Sweetwater Brewing Company four twenty. Oh yeah, get up there, get up there a little bit, a little more. Yeah, give it a twirl. Oh, a little more, a little to the right. Oh yeah, man, it's that's a nice beer. There it is. So we got a we got a seven point yeah, eight seven camp. and really a seven point nine. That's a hell of a rating for a beer, I love, man. I love that color of green. It's one of my favorite colors God, of green. I'm getting caught um, up in these very emerald green. Oh, and I love the the uh, blue and and red. Established 420 sign on the front. It just is a nice contrast. I don't know um, why it's so hard for me to remember the Sweetwater name. Sweetwater Brewing Company. Uh, but a nice can, like you said. Like yeah. you'd imagine like well, a guy out of Colorado who just got off of the, the creek yeah. catching some catching some trout. And, I mean, the, it stood out to me when I was looking at the beers while you were off looking around somewhere else in the store. And that bathroom. It was one of the beers that I thought, mm. that would be one I, w- I think we should try. God damn, like that's a good beer. It is good, man. Well, it's, let's get into uh, let's get into brewing hey, a little beer. Huh? So Should we get into it? Let's get let's into brewing get in some fucking beer. Let's get into a little beer brewing. We're just a couple of beer brewing SO beers. Got, it's gonna t- it's gonna take uh, about an hour or so, a little little over an hour to brew this beer. Bear um, with me. Bear with me. We're bearing. We're bearing. Well, that is episode. 27. Oh, shit. Man, Time flies, man. 27. That would be episode 27. Oh, yeah. We got to turn that mic back. <laughs> Hold on, <laughs> folks. One second over here. <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen. That is doing. episode 27. <laughs> Sweetwater Brewery Company 420. I drink beer because I should. Yep. Hey, yeah, yeah. I sing it and do you drink? I drink beer when I am sad, cause the beer it makes me glad. Now there's nothing left to say, so let's go drink. Beer. I want a motherfucker. All right, all right, all right. We can put this mic to the ground. All right, get that mic out of here. Let's yeah. start the process. Let's start this all process right, all up, right. huh? So, so one of the first things we had to do. To uh, get our beer process started. Well, first we got we got our beer kit through Northern Brewer. Shout out! It is um, you know we got like a starter kit, um, and we are making a uh, Citra Session IPA. Hell yeah! Uh, ha- Citra Session Hazy <laughs> IPA, I think, is the official. Yeah. And one of the first things we had to do was get our. Um, it's called a little big mouth bubbler ready to go. Um, so we had to get the spigot 
and this ready. And right now we're in the process of making sure that that spigot does not leak. Once we have a firm seal on the spigot here, we are going to be filling, putting a gallon of water. A gallon of warm water. A gallon of warm water into our fermenter. Okay. Um, once we have a gallon in, we're going to mark off the gallon line, put a cleanser in it to make sure that um, it's completely sanitary inside of our fermenter. Because that was one of, the, one of the biggest things through every step. Everything has to be sanitary. Right. So, so we're going to make sure that it is sanitary. Um, so, yeah, that is the step we're going to do right now quick. Make All sure right. that this Why don't thing you give those is... people a little flash of that uh, hold us accountable sticker, man. And that is the uh, that's the big jug we're going to be using. We got a Hua sticker on there, ready to go. That was supposed to be a sticker for my car, but instead of a five by five inch, I got five million little stickers. Hey, you know, live and learn, man. Live and learn. So we got ourselves a gallon right. jug. Let's find out if warm this water. thing is uh, sealed up tight or not. Absolutely, let's check it out. Max gonna fill it up. Give it a filly fill. And this is the start to the Hua Citra Hazy Day IPA. So here we go. The uh, first warm gallon of water is going in. And this will kind of base our lines. Let's see what you got. Let's see what we got. We got leaks. Any leaks? All right. Let that sit for a sec. Let that settle. We're looking good. We are looking good. All right. All we right. All right. Not, I'm not seeing any leaks at the bottom come through. That's what I'm talking about. All right. So we need a marker. So now we need this piece of tape here. Oh, piece of tape. Yeah, we do have a piece of tape. We're going to so mark our gallon mark. And we're going to put an arrow. We're going to tape it off and then just put an arrow pointing right. up to show that. Here we go. Top. We got a, got a mark over here. Max is going to mark the gallon, one gallon mark. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is the kickoff to uh, our own brew. And hopefully once uh, we get this process down a little bit, we can uh, get get our uh, listeners, get our fans a couple of Darskies. So this is a uh, this is a big process episode. Uh, we thought it's important for you guys to see uh, that we're actually out here doing shit, getting it done, and uh, that's what we're doing. Oh, four arrows for the barb. So our gallon mark is marked, and Maximilian, what's All our right, next so step, guy? The, we got it marked. Let's see here. Do, do, do. There no Dissolve. It's our non. Yes. So now we are going to be once there are no leaks around the spigot, uh, make a mark on the outside. We did that. Um, mix one pouch of cleanser until dissolved. All right. You want to show that? Give that a little glance of the can. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Perfect. That is our cleanser. We are going to let it toss it in. I'm going to toss these headphones off. Yeah or nay? Yeah. All right, perfect. I just want to be... Sound is good. So here we go. We're tossing a little cleansy in. Let it dissolve. And uh, let's check out our next steps. All right. So next steps here. 
Hey, swing around front. If your water is good enough to drink, it is good enough to brew with. Oh. Fill a clean pot with one gallon of cool water. Place on stove over medium heat uncovered. All right, let's hey, do it. I can take care of that. I'll do that step. I'm actually going to run to the, the little lady's room, and I'm going to toss this pan full of water. All right. And so then once this is going, we're going to put this water, um, this gallon of water over medium heat. And we are going to uh, fill that up just a little bit more because that's how much. Good. Perfect. That's exactly how much I put in here. Right into the pot. Yes, sir. All right. So we're going to put, put that water over medium heat um, and well. I suppose I could read right off the instructions instead of trying to do it off memory here. Okay. One gallon cool water. Place on stove over medium heat uncovered. Uh, over a sink, pour the grains into the mesh bag. Tie a knot at the open end of the mesh bag, leaving room for the grains to move freely. Steep the grain bag over medium heat. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, so now we're going to get our grain bag ready. So we got that Kama Citrus Small Batch Grains. Yes, sir. All right. All right, all right. Go, we got the grain bag. Give them a look at that. Kama Citra. And so what we are doing right now, over a sink, pour the grains into a mesh bag. Tie a knot at the open end of the bag, leaving room for the grains to move freely. So we're going to start there. Max is going to get them grains into the bag. Hey, before you do that, guy, uh, take a sip of that uh, nice sweet water, huh? Shoot some goots. That side. All right, that's close end. Over sink, pour the grains in the mesh bag, tie the knot at the open end of the bag. So once you pour it in, tie. Yeah. All right, it's like a little like if you're about to rob a bank, you tie one of these grains. But yeah, there you go. You want me to hold it open while you dump? Perfect. Smacks. Oh, look at that. 
Perfect, perfect. We're going to toss this. Still not dripping. All right, all right. So, tie a knot at the open end of the bag, leaving room for the grains to move freely. All right. Next step. Steep the grain in the water while it heats. Set the timer for 20 minutes. After 20 move it minutes, remove the grain bag from the pot. Hold the grain bag over the pot until it drains, but don't squeeze it. Discard the grain bag, then turn stove to high and heat uncovered until it boils. Uh, you want to grab your phone and get a timer rolling for 20 minutes? I think we can do that oh, right on the Yovan. You got the wrong burner set there. Fuck friend. me. All right, so we're going to have to okay. wait a little bit while no, it's it heats. okay because it... Uh, it steeps. Steeps. So, you we're gonna let this start heat. time. What is that? Cook time. Now is that minutes? Twenty or minutes. Yeah, twenty minutes. No. Yeah. So that that's not hours, is it? No. Okay. Right. All Wait. Right. No, you're good. Yeah, yeah. Keep going. It might be hours, actually. Nope, oh, it wasn't. It was okay. counting down. <laughs> oh, maybe it is. Yep, okay, so we're gonna wind down here, ladies and gentlemen. And bake it. There we go. Twenty minutes. All right, steep now we it. let you that steep. steep it. That's steeping like you're making tea. Yeah, you can just throw it in there. Oh, you just leave it. Yep, it's, it'll move around freely. It'll, you know, it'll, it'll do its thing. It's tied at one end, so there's no grains coming out. So now we wait 20 minutes, and um, yeah, we can just chill, talk, hang out. Right, it's 20 minutes some chairs, here. huh? Get oh, you some yeah, pull some up pull, here. We yeah. can sit in front and toss some headphones on. Just yeah. uh, we'll shoot the shit about shit. Yeah. We'll go over next steps, make sure we know what we're doing. We'll talk a little bit about the some of the um, beer information I've learned uh, researching this. So, yeah, this will be great. This will be awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Carl's in the restroom here. So we've got our grains steeping. They have to steep for 20 minutes. Um, and while they're steeping, we're just going to hang out. Um, we've got a one gallon of water, uh, cool water over medium heat, and that is what our grains are steeping in. Um, let's see if... So it doesn't say what type of grains that are being used here, which is a little unfortunate, but um, I know that we're using a malted barley i believe they're barley grains that would be my guess because uh from the research i've done it's barley grains are a little darker and they're used in ipas um to give it that you know darker color um so yeah i believe that's what the grains we'd be using would be m barley but i would i'll have to double check into that Headphones are in that box right below you there. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to be long enough. We might have to move the whole 
this whole thing. Let's see how this works here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Back in perfect, back. man. Now I, I feel comfy. Yeah, I feel like we're back doing this again. All right, we got steeping hops. We're we got steeping. We're steeping grains. Steeping grains. Not the hops right yet. Now. One of the things I learned, um, and and doing some research into into this process, I wanted to learn what makes. One of the first things I wanted to learn was what makes an IPA different from a hazy IPA. Okay. And what I found is that it's when the hops are added. So a hazy IPA, the hops are added later in the process. Okay. In the ferment or in the boiling process. All right. Um, just a, a traditional IPA, the hops are added earlier. So if you think about it. So the it, earlier you add, the stronger you're. Exactly. Okay. So when you add it later, you're just kind of grabbing the, the, the main flavors from the hop. You're not letting it really break down and, and get the heavy flavors yeah, of the hop. Yeah, okay, that, see, you saying that makes sense, that makes sense. So, so you, the earlier you add it, the more that's fermenting into it, the more it's adding into it. So since this is, a, this is a Citra IPA, Citra Session Hazy IPA, okay. the last hops we're adding are Citra hops. Okay, so that's so, going to be the taste, the, exactly. the, the, the twang we get. Right, okay. and, and we actually add those hops after the boiling process is completely done. Okay. So once it's done boiling, we take it off the heat. That's when we add seven grams of the citra hops. Okay. So that's, I would imagine that, um, like, for just an IPA, you probably wouldn't even add those citra hops. You would just put the hops we have in a little earlier and let them sit a little longer. Okay. That would be my guess. But until I start looking into it even more, yeah, you know, and I, I mean the know. the the more we play around with it, and the more like you know the next, say the next, if we decide to get another kit, we'll we'll see how this beer turns out, and then maybe we that's when we can start playing around with it. All right, let's add the hops a little earlier. Let's uh let's see how how stronger it gets, and then the more we can work our way back and back and 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 get to like uh. Sierra Nevada Torpedo, where we're getting at like nine percent heavy IPA, you know, like. And another interesting. another cool thing about the Northern Brewer, where we bought the kit from, yeah. is that they have all the grains and hops on their website, so we could buy any type of grain we wanted. We could buy any type of hops they have. Yeah. So they they not only have kits, but they also provide just the straight ingredients for us to brew our own. So now that we have the fermenter. Yeah, so we can kind of see, like, the equipment we need. And now that we have a, a general, you know, obviously there's more advanced equipment yeah. we can get. But now that we have a general kind of idea of the of the equipment and then the ingredients, we can yeah. buy our own ingredients and just measure them out ourselves. Hell yeah. And we would need to get, you know, a new grain bag or, yep. or a steeping bag. Yeah. Um, you know, but little things like that. But, but we have the main the main thing. And the cool thing about this whole brewing process is like, I mean, I mean, we just dipped into it. But um, the deeper we get, I mean, we can get grains from different part of the world or the country oh, and different yeah. hops from. And then even, you know, like Big Tom, shout out Big Tom you know brew our own or uh grow our own hops and you know really get yeah you know instrumental about it creating our own um 
equipment and it's just it's endless with this process so i i feel like when we have concluded this process and uh whether it tastes good or not i feel like if it tastes bad we're gonna be like all right what can we do to make it better and if it tastes good we're gonna be like all right what can we do to make it taste better than what it tastes like it's endless man or make it our own or how can we use this exact process or kind of these processes and what can we substitute to make it maybe we want to just make a straight ipa we don't want to do hazy maybe we want to go a little lighter we want to do an amber ale oh, you know man. we we have the equipment now and a little bit of knowledge to just play around with it and see because look i mean realist this is going to take us a night to, yeah, to and brew then... and then it ferments for four to six weeks so we could i mean we could do this once a month we could yeah. a weekly challenge could be one night brew beer yeah and you know and this is the cool like i think the coolest thing about this is i mean we enjoy our 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 beer taste you know like we we know what we like to drink and the coolest thing about this is like well let's figure out the the ingredients for the ultimate beer that we love like it's it's never endless we could we we there's so much shit that we it's it's basically all right. We've got a a path paved, and let's pave some new paths off that and find exactly what we love to drink. And I that made me think of we could have our own. Not that uh, we could have, we could have a Hua, Hua hazy IPA. We could have a Hua IPA. We could have a Hua Pilsner. L- Pilsner. We could have a Hua Ale. We oh, could have man. a you know. We could just do a different style of beer at each time yeah. we try to brew it or or just try to perfect it each yeah. time. So if, if we if we like this hazy IPA but we wanted to make our own Hua Hazy IPA, we would try it and then try to perfect a hazy IPA and then say, Okay, yeah. we have our recipe. This is how you can make the Hua Hazy IPA and just put it out for the world. Like or not the world or whoever yeah, wants exactly. wants it, you know. I'm not gonna lie. So today I was I was at the I was at the gas station. I'm like, all right, trying to pick out a new beer of the week. Want something new? I want something fresh. I want something we haven't had before. And I'm like, you know what? Let's go different. Let's go pilsner. Let's go an ale. Let's go. And I'm looking at them. It's like lineys and and just normal normal shit you see. And I'm like. I just want to find an IPA, dude. Like yeah. I, you know, and eventually we'll find a Pilsner or uh, I think one that I do want to bring on the show for you to taste is uh, Liney's Wisconsin Red Ale, which is one of my mm. favorite beers. But I've come, I, I just the wide variety of taste and um, uh, just um, difference and different like different tastes that you can get in an IPA is just it, it it's so much more fun to me like oh yeah because there's so much variety and like it, it's hard for me to just grab an ale or a pilsner or whatever like i just it's uh, with an ipa or a hazy ipa or uh you can get funky man yeah you can get well, funky different each, taste man it's a, it's a whole different world and i don't know well yeah because each 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 brewing company does their ipa a little differently it does their yeah, hazy IPA a little differently. Speaking and of that, uh, you need a new uh, sweet water. Yeah, I could have one on deck ready to go. That'd be great. But yeah, e- each each brewery does their hazy IPAs a little differently. They they add um, you know different 
different hops at different times can make a difference. So you could have the same hops but add them at a different time, and you could have different beers. So it, it, the, really the possibilities are endless, and I think that is one of the things that drives this beer brewing, craft brewing, I don't want to say craze because it's not a craze because it's actually something people enjoy. It's not just like a a fad. I don't think beer is going away anytime too soon. Oh, fuck no. I don't think beer is ever going to go away. It made it through the prohibition. Yeah. and (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And so there's going to be just endless, like you said, endless options, endless possibilities. And, uh, you know, it's... If you can buy, if you can get a couple people, a couple companies, a couple beer, a couple uh, uh, bars to buy some beer from you, you know it's worth opening up a little brewery and to keep something rolling and to give it a shot. And that's what I love about like the beer culture is like people have like for me, I don't have a taste in dark beers. I'm not a porter guy. I'm not a I'm I'm not a dark beer kind of guy. But people have taste for that. People have taste for everything. You know. It's funny because like I'm a heavy beer, I'm a heavy bush light drinking guy, but you know that's my regular like just end of the day go to. I just like a bush light. I it, I don't I like the taste, but but every time sure. we come on the show, it's like we're not gonna get a bush light. We're not gonna get a just a regular beer like we like like in it in being able like to broaden our horizon brings us to things like a sweet water extra pale ale. 420 IPA was just like something new. All honest, like a this new is a fantastic beer. Yeah, and that uh, the great thing, so many different breweries can make so many different great beers. I haven't had an IPA like this. I know in the past I've said I I've had a beer that tastes like this before. You know, you know what this did remind me of? Oscar Blues. Oh sure, yeah, kind of yeah. gave me a, like it. it, it I could the see same kind of yeah, the same kind of. Um, drive for taste it, it reminded me of an oscar oscar blues as soon as i taste it with a different twang to it but like this isn't i've never had a beer from this part of the country like this is this is an awesome awesome beer yeah no really enjoy it i definitely agree with the oscar blue reference blues reference um it it, it is different than anything it the dryness, I've n- I never thought uh, I was. A re- I don't really like dry, like a dry wine. I'm not a dry wine guy. Yeah. And so when I saw, you know, a dry IPA, like, I, what is a dry IPA? Is that is it? Is that what it says? Extra no, it's it just extra, extra pale, pale ale. ale. Excuse me, I thought it said dry. But pale when you ale, but you IPA, say but dry, like, what what makes it extra pale ale? I wonder. I, it's I wonder a, why it's an it's extra. Did you read the back? Ale. Okay. You yeah, read we, the back. We of this? read it. Yeah, I don't know what makes it extra pale extra ale. Like, pale ale. All right, let me an let me. EPA. An EPA. Where's one of these things that know things? Oh, it's like an encyclopedia. One of them. It's like I guess I can put down my smoky device, but uh, but no, dude. I I'm just I'm super stoked about. Um, All right, so while you're looking there. Okay, yeah. Oh no, explain. I'm sorry. No, go oh, ahead. Go bad. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Super stoked. God, I always interrupt you. I really? always interrupt you too, so I mean, touche. All right, all right. Well, you're, Carl's gonna look up what an extra pale ale is. I'm gonna read. I'm just gonna kind of go over the next steps in this uh, in our boiling or in our brewing process here. 
So we're steeping our grains. We're going to let the grains steep. After 20 minutes, we're going to m- remove the grains from the pot. We're going to hold the grains over the pot until it drains. We're not squeezing it, like Carl said. Um, we're going to just get rid of the grains, um, throw them in, a, in, the, in the garbage, and then um, turn, we're going to turn the stove to high heat, uncovered, until it starts to boil. Okay, once, uh, we got, once our water starts boiling, which I hope it's not boiling already, Nope, and I almost uh, took our whole, <laughs> our, almost took our whole studio down with us. Uh, but once it starts boiling, uh, we're gonna remove from heat. We're gonna stir in one pound of our golden light DME, which is dried malt extract. So we're gonna stir in one pound of uh, golden light dry malt extract until dissolved. Um, at this point, we will have wort, um, the brewer's okay. term for unfermented beer. So as soon as we stir this in, we've got wart. And Not wart. 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 W, it's, pronou- it's spelled W-O-R-T, but it's pronounced W-U-R-T. Okay. So it's wart. Um, so this is the brewer's term for unfermented beer. We're going to – so, yeah, we'll, I'll just get to that point because I think it's kind of Perfect. a cool – all right. you know. I got about four minutes and 30 seconds to read this off. So here we go. I'm gonna, I yeah. got a whole – an extra pale ale is not re- is not a recognized style category, so the term is open to interpretation. Some brewers use the term for an imperial ale, which doesn't quite fit the stylistically, which doesn't quite fit stylistically into the pale ale or the IPA category, or just for an incredibly hoppy pale ale that has the body of a pale ale, but the taste. Ca- uh, um, but the taste character char- characteristics of an IPA. Jesus, fuck that helped me up. But the taste characteristics of an IPA. On the other hand, brewers have used the term for ales lighter colored and lighter bodies than pale ales that still have good hop presence. The extra pale ale, also referred to as XPA. Session IPA, Strong Pale Ale, and Hoppy Pale Ale is a beer style that originated about five or so years ago. Simply put, the beer is a twist on the traditional American pale ale and falls somewhere between pale ale and an Indian pale ale, also known as an IPA. In terms of hoppy bitterness, aroma, and profile, as well as alcohol content, Extra pale ales are generally bugger than American pale ales, but gentler than an IPA. Although comparable to both, most often the extra pale ale is added to the American pale ale beer style category. As for the alcohol content, extra pale ales usually range from six to 5 to 6%, which makes sense. Since APAs typically range from five, four to five percent, and IPAs typically range from six to seven percent range, the extra pale ale has a color that can range from pale golden to deep amber, and has a moderately large white to off head with good retention. The ale is generally medium-bodied, refreshing, and clear, although dry. Hopped, hazier versions exist. Hops in this key ingredients to an extra pale ale, although it does not have sufficient supporting malt character. So why name extra pale 
extra to the front of pale ale. In American craft beer circles, the term extra is mostly seen used for marketing purposes. Most believe the extra part of a beer name has to do with the extra pale color, extra flavor, or extra aroma. So I guess the reason and interpretation for these beer styles name is up to the imagination of the beer drinker. Each brewery and brew maker has their own interpretation of the style and produced unique tasty beers that generally follow the same guidelines. One of the best extra pale ales that generates a great deal of hype is a Sweetwater Brewing Company 420 Pale Ale. The Wow. Okay. <laughs> the brewery has a 5.7 APV in the most popular brew. It's a tasty West Coast style extra pale ale that has an abundance of hops influenced due to being the dry hopped with a huge stash of Cascade hops. It is was first produced on 420, hence the name. So after all, what is an extra pale ale versus a pale ale? The answer is a crossbreed of many of existing pale ales that each brewer can spice up as they please. In general, a strong hop presence is continuously seen, just as it is in many pale ale styles. So that's funny. That's very, like, this was a random, very, uh, I promise... This is a random article that I just pulled up, and they mentioned the like the beer that we are drinking right now. That that's fucking hilarious. Like that, like they they yeah, I na- heard that. they that's crazy. in this. Okay, so we got three seconds. So basically, it's 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 a presence factor. Okay, so uh, timer goes off. All right, so Next we are steps. gonna remove the grain bag. We're gonna hold it. We're going to let it drain completely, but we're not going to squeeze the bag. Okay, it is draining, draining. Just going to drain it. Um, we're going to remove. Can you hand, grab me those instructions? Por favor. Letting it drain completely. Set them down. That'd be awesome. Thank you. All right. Grain bag uh, from the pot. Hold the grain bag over the pot until it drains. But don't squeeze it. Discard the grain bag. Uh, then turn the stove to high heat, uncovered until it boils. All right. All right. So we're letting it drain a little bit here. All right. We're pretty much. Can't get high. Well, let's let me just give it a couple shakes. She's on high now, motherfucker. All right. And we discard the grain bag. Got this. That's so funny that that article just went right to the exact right to the beer that we are drinking, drinking, man. Yeah. It uh, that's funny. I wonder if this be. I wonder if like extra pale ales aren't super common, and like this, this is what beer company it might be. Might well, be right. A weird thing. Uh, I noticed. So it's an extra pale ale, but it doesn't have as high of an ABV content as an IPA. Yeah. So it's it's it, an well. Extra it said that like extra pale ales will have in between like uh, like uh, um. A pale ale and an India pale ale. Right. So, so like an in, extra pale ale will be like in between the two. Right. So it does, it's not quite as much as an India pale yeah, ale. Yeah, but yeah, it, yeah. But it still is an extra pale ale. <laughs> so in my head, I would think it's more than I an think it'd India be like 10% or right, something. You know right. what I mean? But yeah, I, yeah, guess, yeah. I guess not. I guess so. Uh, what the f- do I know? All right. So we're boiling. We're boiling. Or when we boil, what happens after we boil? Okay. So once we boil, we're going to remove from heat. 
And we're going to stir in the one pound of the Golden Light DME, which is the dry, dried malt extract. All right. So I got that all it? set up. Yep, but we we got to let it boil yet. Oh, yeah, you got to pull it That's up it. there. Oh, there, look. I see it on camera. This yeah. is fucking fun, dude. Yeah, it's like we were saying. It's a little mini science project. It is. I was never good at science, but when it comes to beer, I will focus. We just got to follow the instructions, which yeah. is the fun part. You just, I mean, it's nothing too crazy other than just making, you're just setting timers, making sure you clean your stuff well, um, and you're just, you're, you're, I think another big thing is that, you know, everything is, is way, it was pre-measured out for us, yep. so like we didn't yeah. have to... F- we didn't have to get, make sure we had a pound. So once, of like, if we were to get into our own, our own special recipe, say we're past a homebrew kit, then that's when we'd really have to buckle down on measurements right. and amount of boil and all that right. shit. And then if we want to boil more, right. then it kind of you know you want to like double the recipe. Yeah, exactly. So, so, yeah, no, but this is a great just uh, starter kit for us to learn. And this um, is something I've always wanted to do. Let me just. Uh, what do you want to do here? It just the it looks cool. I mean, it, it's a dark, you know, it's a real dark looking color. Um, check it out. It smells kind of just like kind of like bread. It know? does smell like bread, which makes sense. It is just grains, grain water. It being smells boiled. like a broth. Yeah, like I could eat that soup. Yeah, get it in there. Oh, yeah. Look at that shit. Can you smell that shit? It's our beer brewing. Yeah, so pretty cool. I mean, I don't know. I've never seen this process be I've done never live. Seen, dude, this is I've awesome, been to man. one brewery tour, and it was the brewery was not operating <laughs> while we were going through it. So, you so know. we're waiting for it to boil. Take it off the heat, then we're going to add the golden light uh, malt, dried malt extract. Yep. So, yeah. I mean, I don't. I have no idea how long this is going to take to, to boil. Uh, it shouldn't take too much longer here because it's on high, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, and the crazy thing is, like, these instructions on this page, too, that's, that's, that's all about we're it. doing today. That's all we're doing. Then to, we can I just mean, sit. We'd tell we tell. Actually, no. We do have to turn it over and do a little transfer, pitch yeast, and yeah. clean up. Which but that's awesome. not too much more. Um, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm. Oh, I'm not excited for the end. I want to keep going. No, yeah, but I mean, it, but in terms of like complication, complicating, like, are we, uh, are we like, you know, it, it's not like it's not like we have a still. And we're we're letting yeah. you know we're trying to yeah, we um, sit down for a little bit. Yeah, so it's, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's not it's not as complicated as like having a still um, and trying to trying to moonshine up some some whiskey or what I what the some moonshine. Yeah, make moonshine. Uh, but did I ever tell you? So I had a buddy who uh, who had a still. He he like he likes making whiskey, and he was transferring his still from like his parents' house to like his place where he was living. And at the time this dude was driving a Corvette and this so still is like worst a worst possible vehicle to transfer in, probably. Yeah. So So of course I was just hanging out with this dude at the time, just at his parents' place. We were just hanging out. 
and he goes, oh, can you help me, like, bring some stuff back to my apartment? Because we lived, our apartments were just across the street from each other. So I was like, yeah, sure, no problem. And he's like, okay, okay, I got, like, half of this still you need to take back with you. I was like, what? You want me to take half of your still back? Isn't that, aren't, like, stills illegal? We Like, we can't, I can't, <laughs> if I get, like, pulled over and I'm caught with half of it's a like still. prohibition. And it was, like, good, like, high-quality copper still like copper tubing and piping oh, and like the worm or whatever that, that goes down and it I, cools yeah. all that, whatever it was. I So he was like, yeah, if it, you can have this stuff. You just tell him it's a decorative piece or whatever. And like, it's like, ah, okay. So yeah, I, I transferred a still. Hey, uh, look at you. That, you're yeah. like, you live back in the prohibition time. Yeah, call me man. Al Capone. Al Capone. Well, actually, no, he died of, like, syphilis, I think, so don't call me <laughs> Al Capone. <laughs> I didn't know you could die of that shit, man. Uh, some, it was some hey, uh, rubber disease. Rubber up, buddies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God damn. But, yeah, let's, uh, oh, it's got a little ways to go. It's bubbling. I just got to move something. Something fell over. All right, all right. Dangling. Oh, there we go. We're going. Mic props. We are golden like our dried malt extract. Oh, man. But, um, shh. Perfect. Um, no, yeah. So what? Uh, we got a lot. So of, we've, we've, we're learning a lot about beer, man. We are. We dude. are learning this is a, a lot it, about beer. It, it, totally like foreign episode for us. I mean, from the old cabin to the to the beer, the beer stilling, beer brewing kitchen. I'm happy, dude. It, it, this is awesome. This is like. The fact that we're brewing our own beer right now, it's exciting, yeah, it's electric, it. it's 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 awesome. We're getting close, it's, it's close to boil, it's close to boil. I think so. Alright. You know, it's, um... I mean, we have, like, so, besides the, I mean, we're focusing on brew, I have a joke of the week, and then we also have just a little, little tiny packer talk to just mumble about for a little sure, bit, yeah. whenever we have time to. We'll have time. All right, so yeah. we'll get into that, but I mean, I hope whoever's listening and watching, like especially watching, like we're just trying to watch, like show you guys what we're doing because this yeah. is this is awesome to us. We're just we're hanging out, brewing beer, drinking, drinking, beer. Faint, awesome, awesome, fucking sweet water brewing company, extra pale ale, trying to educate on a little beer. Yeah, man. Um, you know. Some of the other things I've learned, other than the hops, is uh, what what makes a beer, um, you know, a darker beer. So, like I said, the IPA, a hazy IPA versus just a regular IPA is when the hops are added. But how to get to just the IPA part itself is to uh, is the ki- type of grains that you use to brew the beer. It's not so much the hops; it's more the grains. Um, so we, I believe we're using barley grains. I believe that's what I've found is what makes an IPA is, is barley grains are a little darker, a little heavier. Um, um, rice grains are like a snappy flavor. They kind of, they don't really add a whole lot of body to the beer, but they, they kind of lighter, like, um, yeah, more, uh, Pack a punch taste kind of beer, yeah, or not even kind of bullshit um, right now. Yeah, see, and again, I'd have to look this up on my phone. 
which is the GoPros on right now. And if you exit out of the GoPro, it turns the recording off. But any, but anywho, anyway. So there's there's rice, corn, wheat, barley, um, oats. Okay. Um, you know we gotta be boiling. We're getting close. All right. I th- I'm pretty sure this is boiling. Straight bubbles, straight bubbles. That's that's boiling, huh? That's boiling. We got bubbles rolling. Yeah, that's boiling, right? That's goddamn boil. All right, so now we're gonna remove from heat. All right, we're gonna turn this off. All right, removing from heat. Okay. Turn heat and cover. All right. Point three five grams of cat. Wait, where am I? Remove from heat. Stir in one pound of golden light DME until dissolved. All right, so we're gonna add the golden light breeze golden light dried malt extract. That is what we're doing right now. Here we go. Here we go. Until dissolved. Now you have wart after this. This is the... Oh, my God. Look at this process. All right, so we have stirred in the Golden Light DME. Um, it is dissolved here pretty much for the most part, and now we have wort. So now we've got to get it back to boiling. All right, it says resume, uh, return pot to stove over high heat and resume boiling. All right. All right, all right, all right. Make sure that's completely Actively dissolved. monitor foam. When foam rises and reduces, when foam rises, reduce or remove from heat until foam subsides. So we're going to get it back to a boil until that foam uh, accumulates and rises. So we're back on a boil. We're going to try to get it back to a boil. We're back on high heat. Starting to smell like a little bit of a beer out it does. It does, man. I like it. I like it. Uh, so now we've got wort, man. This is unfermented beer. Uh, we've got it. We've got unfermented beer yeah. in our pot right now. It's pretty cool. So we've got it over high heat. Uh, we're going to get this thing back boiling. And, yeah, the big thing is we're going to monitor the foam. And what we want to do, we want to try to keep it um, – we want to get it to a point where the foam is just staying at an even level. It's not rising yep. a bunch. It's not, it's, it's, um, you know, if it starts to rise a lot, we got to reduce the heat. Yep, so it um, subsides, we got to let subsides. it just get to a rolling boil. So it's, it's not, it's not, uh, uh, coming up over the pot. It's just at a steady boil. Uh, so that's what we're aiming for right now is to so go for a steady it, boil. So soon here we're going to have 45 minutes to, uh, yeah, we're gonna have forty-five minutes to shoot the shit. Shoot the shit. I mean, throughout this process, so 
Um, 45 minutes. And then, you know, at 20 minutes remaining. So we'll have 20. So we'll have 25 minutes to shoot the shit. And then we'll have 20 minutes at the 20 minute mark. We got to add seven grams of the Cascade hops. And then 10 minutes after that. So, yeah, we'll. So once we kind of get to this prot, to the point where we've got a good boil going. Yeah. Be able to shoot some shit. Not only do we have uh, Sweetwater Brewing. 420 beers. We got some all day IPAs. Oh, maybe, we do uh, have a couple in there. <laughs> we got some speaking, speaking of those, can you hand me my? Uh, or speaking of the 420. Oh, how about that? Oh, look at that little handle. Hey, what a what a badass koozie you got, man. Oh, this is the one. Of, this is the coolest koozie I think I've let ever. Me, uh, let me transfer mine. I've ever put a beer into, and I I love it. Shout so out, much. Na. Shout out. I really do love this koozie, man. I really, really love this koozie. I'm not going to lie. Best koozie I've ever had. I think so. Dude, the the liner is like a... It's like a... It's like a cooler. It's like a cooler liner. Cheers, Danny. Cheers, Danny. Thank you, Danny. You are much loved. The MVP Mm. of the Hua Productions. Oh. Let's get into a boil here. Oh yeah, we got we'll get it to a boil. We got to get it to that steady rolling that boil. Steady is what we're rolling boil. Steady Bu- rolling boil. We want to make sure that our foam is consistent here. We're actively monitoring our foam. When the foam rises, we're gonna reduce uh, or remove from heat until foam foam subsides. We're gonna adjust heat as necessary to maintain a slow rolling boil. Um, yeah, something I think I've said about 800 times in the past five minutes, but it just, uh, that also helps just remind myself mainly. It's mainly for me. It's not for the, not for the listeners. It's mainly for me. Try to remember this shit. That's the fan. Yeah, careful. Put your finger in there. Interesting. I think it sucks air out. It's like an exhaust. It's like an exhaust for the. So like if you're if if you're cooking something and it's like smoky, it'll grab the smoke and push it out of the house. Oh, we're getting to a boil here. We've got a boil. All right, we've got a good boil. Let's see. Actively monitor the foam. So we're monitoring this foam. We've got a we've got a pretty good. So once we get it to like good, because we want to make sh- we don't want to keep it at high forever. So we're gonna make slowly sure it's like a balance sl- boil. Right. So we're gonna slowly reduce the heat. I think. Oh man, it smells good. It really it does. does. Smells good. You guys smell that? Come here. Get some of that. Some of that. Get some of that. It really smells like just a, a uh, someone's bacon bread. It does, it's, dude. It's. It's making me love beer even more. Oh, my gosh. So we're getting it to a boil here. Honestly, the foam is not really rising or going crazy. Uh, we might have it at a good steady. Might l- let it go for a little bit longer here. Yeah. Uh, okay, so. Set the time. 
So we're the foam uh, rises. So I think you want the foam to rise a little bit. So should we you want a heavy off? boil to get the foam to rise and then okay. subside. All right. So let's get let's crank her back up then, huh? And get that foam rising. And then let that foam subside. Adjust heat as necessary to maintain a slow rolling boil. Set timer for 45 minutes and add 3.5 grams of centennial hops. You want to grab the uh, 3.5 gram centennial hop package? Should be right on top there. Here you go, my bud. Show that to the cam. Just got to have it ready and on deck. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Got to have her ready to go. Honestly, man, the foam is... I think if it's sitting, then we're gonna yeah, just kinda let it ride, bro. Turn this down just a little bit because we All want right. a slow rolling boil, right? Slow rolling we boil. Don't it, we don't want it to be a crazy rolling boil. God, dude, that smells fucking good. Okay, it smells so like it's just like a like a good like a bakery, a right? bakery, dude. It smells really nice in here. All right, so let's get our timer set. All right, let's do cook time. Cook time. We got pull it 40, down. Forty-five minutes, right? Yep. Oh. There you go. All right, add before you start it. Add it. Add the hops. Yep. <coughs> I know. So Max is adding hops. I like it. Starting. All right. We don't. We don't cover this, do we? Again, actively actively monitor the foam and adjust heat as necessary. With 20 minutes remaining, add seven grams cascade hops. So, at 24 minutes. At 20 minutes remaining. So at 20 minutes. Once there's 20 minutes on there. So we got 25 minutes to, to mess around. Oh, okay. All right. We just got to make sure once that hits 20, we're adding uh, our 7 grams of the Cascade right. Hype. So well, let's, let's grab the 7 grams. Here. Get those ready to go. Beautiful. Cascade. We got 7 grams Cascade. Let's go. Now let's shoot and, some shit. Uh, we just got to hang out, man. So obviously the big news. We're, we're, we're recording. Hold us accountable. Episode 27, being oh, recorded yeah. out of Green Bay, Wisconsin, um, a.k.a. Title, Wisconsin, Title Town, Town, Frozen Town, a.k.a. The Holy Land, um, a.k.a. That might be Milwaukee. Nah, fuck Milwaukee. Brutown. Brutown. A.k.a. Just a lovely place in the Amen. great United States. Kind of rhymed. And the big news, obviously, is A-Rodge was on the Kenny Main show. A-Rodge being the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. We're Green Bay Packers fans. We do a little Packer talk every week on our show. Uh, I say we get into it just a little bit. We got about 25 minutes to talk about it. Bullshit ass. Uh, No, I'm not going to say that. That's I don't know. Say what's in your heart, man. I wasn't bullshit ass interview to me, man. It It was wasted. It was... Unneeded. It was. It was nothing new. It was. It, I was disappointed and pissed off. I was upset with. I I'm a Rogers fan, but he seemed more of a, a over hype diva douchebag than I ever have seen him to be before. Yeah, it was it was a weird interview. I get 
I, I, I understand it was Kenny's last show. And, dude, honestly, I love, I really do love Kenny Mayne. And I love everything that Roger said about Kenny Mayne. Absolutely. Is 1,000% true. Yeah, and and Kenny Mayne really was that dry humor to such like an, um, it was like every, every highlight was like a huge dunk or everything was like over the top. And Kenny just brought that like dry, undercut sense of humor that would just make you go, "All right, yeah, they're being a little too much." Like, let's. This Rogers is just. just sport. made it so fucking Hollywood. But he me. made it weird. I agree. He That's made it what weird, it was man. to me. It was such like okay, he paid his tribute, which I have respect for. But like, Kenny Mayne even said it like, "Hey, man, that you know, we're he- you know, that's not what the people are here for." Like. And I know that's, you know, I've seen several interviews with Kenny Mayne and Aaron Rodgers and the way they, they roll with each other. But, like, Rodgers made it his own. It wasn't, it you know, Kenny Mayne, it was his last show. He deserved his his spotlight, his time. And Rodgers interrupted him. He told Kenny Mayne to let him finish. You know, like... And that's what pissed me off. Where it's like, no, Kenny, let let me finish what I'm saying. Let me let me do this. Let me do that. Let me do this. Let me do that. And it's like, Rogers, we're not fucking here to hear you praise and fucking be Hollywood. Give us something. And that's what I felt like. It was so fucking petty, and it was just, Rod. I don't know, dude. I don't know. It 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 was unsettling to me. Well, yeah. I mean, exactly. Made, what you were saying made me think like Rogers would would constantly say like Kenny I'm here for you, but and obviously uh, Kenny did a good great job kind of asking him tougher. I didn't think he would ask him any tough questions. Oh. I really didn't think he was going to ask him tough questions. I thought they would reminisce about their their previous commercials they did on ESPN together. I thought they'd reminisce about you know interviews they've done. I did not think Kenny was going to ask him tough questions. And, you know, to Kenny's credit, he did. He did it in Kenny's way. He I didn't love he, Kenny he didn't stray from the Kenny Main way of, of being dry, of of cutting to the point, but also saying, like, I am I am joking around, and if, if we don't get to the exact answer I'm looking for, cool, but I am asking you a tough question. So I, I respect that, but at the same time, Rogers would say, look, I'm not here for me. I'm here about you. Show. He wanted it to make about Kenny, but then at the same time, like, he kept just throwing these ambiguous, ambiguous statements out. Like, we, it was basically confirming all the reports that have already been out there. And I think if, if Rogers really wanted to do Kenny Mayne a favor and he really wanted to make it Kenny Mayne's last show, he should have came out and with a profound, not profound, with a, Succinct, succinct statement of yes, I want to be traded. Yes, I'm not playing, or yes, I'm not playing for the Packers, or yes, I want to play for the Packers, but these three things are what's holding me back, or yes, I want to play for the Packers, but it's Gouda Kunst I want out, or no, I don't want to play for the Packers. Like, give us one, just if you want to do, give him something. Give him something. Like you said, he constantly was saying, this isn't what the people want to hear. So, so he like, answered zero fucking questions on that interview, and he played like a fucking playboy the whole time where he was 
in fucking Hawaii. He had his fucking jeans hanging up behind him, his long fucking greasy hair, and he was acting like a fucking you, playboy the whole you, fucking time. I agree. I do agree. The I don't know if he was actually in Hawaii yet. I think he might have pre-taped that. No, it, it was in Hawaii. I mean, okay, I, that I just in Hawaii, like I'm saying, but like what I had heard is um, from shows, the Pat McAfee show that. I watched before. Um, it was Rogers is in Hawaii for that setting. It okay, was, it was to five just, o'clock out there. Eleven. He wanted to just be chill. He's, and, yeah, he's been okay. out there. But the, it definitely was pre-recorded, though, right? Like it's it. I'm pretty sure it was pre-recorded. I mean, you would imagine so. So yeah, that's yes. that was the but, only reason why I was like, was he was he in Hawaii yet? But it makes sense that he would want to be in like a chill environment for that. I mean, just to me, it's just like. I'm an I I root for Rodgers I want him on our team but the deeper and deeper it gets the more selfish and maybe not selfish I don't know it's just like I get the whole situation man I get it I fucking get it man I want you to be a part of the conversation I want you to have a seat at the table too right because you're the smartest fucking quarterback Green Bay has ever seen I see that but the just the Hollywood in you, the fucking I and I, this and I have never thought that way until the interview I watched. Right, this. I agree. It I fucking agree. switched my fucking everything I thought about this man. Like, like to me, it was like you know what? If you could, if you went on the interview and talked all that shit you said and just said I'm done at Green Bay, I would have been like. Well, right. that fucking blows. But all right, but let's I get. Move I, the I, fuck know, on. I, I know. I know where it. we. I know where. I'm on your side, bro. I get it. You should have a say at right. the table. You should be able to say what receiver you want there, what coach you want there, because, right. or at least it, 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 an input. But it just seems at this point that he's just out there, like you know what? I'm gonna. Sp- I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to vacay. I'm going to chill. I'm going to relax. I don't give a fuck. Like, fuck it. And it's just like, there's a lot more hanging on this than you fucking, like, believe to see, dude. Like, Yeah, and I think I think one of the things we were talking about driving over here was the fact that, you know, the front office, so that being Mark Murphy, um, the president, Brian Gutekunst, the GM, and Russ Ball, the negotiator, the the money guru, those three guys are dictated by a board of directors. So it's not like Mark Murphy's the president, but there are people above Mark Murphy. There's a board of directors who tells Mark Murphy where they want the direction of the team to go. And that's the problem. And the board of directors wants profit. So as long as the Green Bay Packers are a winning moderately successful organization the board of directors will make money money will continue to roll in they will continue to sell out lambo they will continue to build up the title town district they will continue to compete for nfl draft hosting spots that is what the organization of the of the packers want and i think that's what rogers was getting at was saying look it's not about building a building it's not about building um you know events and and fun things around the people who who 
are on the ground level doing the work, are winning games, are putting their their safety and livelihoods on the line. It's about those people who are who are sacrificing that themselves for the board of directors to make money. Now, yes, those players make a lot of money and they get paid well and they're they're not they're not like held captive by this board of directors who's overseeing them. But at the same time, when you're a quarterback and you're thinking, I want to win, and I'm looking across from me and I see a 45-year-old winning and he's got a team for him throwing all the resources they can at him to win right now, he's saying, that's what I want. I don't want to... I don't want to win, make sure we win now and four years from now and five years from now and six years from now. I want to make sure we win right now. And I get that 1,000%. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. I 100% understand that. But at the same time, each NFL team is a different organization. It's a different company. The Cincinnati Bengals do not have an indoor practice facility in the middle of winter in Cincinnati when it's snowing and it's shitty outside they have to practice outside because they don't have an indoor practice facility. Do you see Joe Burrow boycotting? They also don't win. I but I un, I understand that, but at the same but, but I, that's Yeah. So maybe they should be boycott. Maybe but, players should boycott. But I mean I, when but, you so when you I'm talk saying, about that factor like, you know, Joe uh Burrow isn't no, no, I know, I know, but okay, what I'm continue, saying that, sh- but that continue, organization continue. has been has been doing that for so long. Yeah, like, yeah. They've through, been uh, shitty for so in, long. Uh, Carson Palmer Car- and Carson Palmer held out. He he yeah. did. He tried to do this. He tried to make a change, but the 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 um the the San Diego Chargers had a shit a stadium for so long. They everyone just they. They wanted to be out of that stadium forever. So I guess what I'm saying is no place is perfect. It just so happens that Aaron Rodgers was playing at the same time Tom Brady was playing and won five Super Bowls with New, Eng- with New England and became the most amazing quarterback, the GOAT, the greatest of all time. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you think if Tom Brady – and let's start with this. If Peyton Manning never went – Colts to the Broncos. If Tom Brady never went um, t- or New England to Tampa Bay, would this be going on? Probably, but not to this extent. I think okay. it would. I think. I mean, you saw it with Favre. I mean, he wanted Randy Moss in here in Green Bay, and we refused to give up any draft picks for. I mean, I think the Patriots. That's a whole different ball no, game. no, but but I'm saying. The Patriots, know that, the Patriots traded like a fourth round draft pick for Randy Moss. Like we could have gotten him. You're t- you're telling me if we, we if is that it, like to the extent of, to Julio Jones? Do you do you put that well, at the level? It's or? it's close, but it's tough. I mean, Moss wasn't quite as old as Julio Jones is, but now players are playing longer. So it's how do you? How old is how old? I mean, he's like thirty four years 30, old. He missed seven games last year. How old is Julio? Thirty. 34. 34. And he missed seven games last year. He didn't play a full season the year before that. Okay. I don't think he played a full season the year before that. So, yes, I, I, I would love to see Julio Jones in here, but for a first-round draft pick, I would probably I would probably say yeah. For one year, if, you, if it was just straight up the 2022 first-round draft pick for Julio Jones, I'd say fuck it, give it a shot. 
I mean, and that's where I'm at right now. I mean, like, I've, I don't think, I, I was, I was too young through the Favre era. I mean, I trust me, I was old enough to to remember and embrace him leaving the retirement and coming back and going to the Jets, and then especially going to the night or to the Vikings. But I mean, I. It, it, to me, this isn't the same, you know, because Favre held out, and this is and this is where it it holds different to me because Favre retired. Favre decided to retire, right? And then when in that process, you get to OTAs, you get to training camp. If if you have a guy like Favre and he's holding out. Well, then you have to move on to the next guy. But right now, it's 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 a different circumstance to me where it's not the Packers aren't holding out, but they are in a certain way that's deeper than I know, than deeper than we know. I I guess so, I guess the whole situation with this is like I don't I don't fucking nobody fucking knows what's going on. Right. So wait, look, I got this. Oh, I, I I got a I got a thought in my head, and okay. I'm not I'm not asking you like you'll know this. No, ask. But me. but my my thought was, what if you know the the Favre thing? He he waffled back and forth between retiring and not retiring. Between I want to play, but I don't want to play. My body's done. No, I think I can still do it. I wonder if the organization, when he was going back and forth, and they just came to him and said, "All right, Favre." We want two more years out of you. We're going to give it like hell. We're going to push everything we have for two more years. Can you give us two more years? We're going to go out. We're going to try to acquire a veteran wide receiver. We're going to try to do X, Y. We're going to sell out for two years, and we want you to go out on top. And after two years, if you go out on top, that's the best-case scenario. If if you don't and we blow it, but you know what? We tried like hell. And, you know, maybe we have to sacrifice another five years to get back to being moderately successful. But you know what? It's worth it for two more years with you. I wonder if he would be going back and forth between retirement. I feel like maybe he saw and looked and said, man, this team, we're, we're right on the edge, but they're not willing to go all in for me. So should I come back and put my body and health on the line for an organization that's like, we love you, Favre, because you sell tickets, but we're not going to go and get you all the assets you need to win. So maybe he goes, well, I don't want to play then. I, I don't want to play for this organization. I'll, I'll just retire. But then he goes, F I am a competitor. I, I love football. And God damn it, those fans have loved me since the day I got or since the day I beat the Falcons or uh, the Bengals, I think, when Mikowski went down and I came in. And they've been behind my back. So I want to play for them. Fuck the organization. I'll play for them. So I, maybe maybe that is where some when, of it came in. I don't I mean, I don't know. But Favre left, he didn't have an Aaron Jones. He didn't have a Devontae Adams. He didn't have a Jair Alexander. No, he didn't have had, a number one offensive line. No, but we had just, he, we just came off losing an NFC championship game. 
So maybe true, he. Dude, so true. so was that the was that the year we lost to the the Giants? Giants. Yeah. So, when he threw a pick. So so maybe he was like, okay, well we made it to the NFC Championship game. Yeah, we got this young guy behind me, but. So now they're kind of like, well, we're not going to. I guess we did have Al Harris. We, we did good, have we Charles Ryan Woodson. Grant. Ryan Grant. We had. I yeah. don't think we had Woodson yet. Woodson wasn't had, in yet. Because I don't think we so had Woodson it, until Rodgers was a starter. Yeah, I mean, we had. We had. Uh, we, had Gr- we had Greg Jennings. We had Donald Driver. Don't believe we had Jordy yet. No, um, but you know we had like we had a team that went to the NFC Championship game. So again, maybe it was that thing where where Favre got so close and he said, or he looked at the team and maybe I don't remember. I would have to go back and look, but maybe we didn't re-sign some of our veterans that we could have, or we didn't go out and get a free agent that we could have. And Favre said, "Well, I'm retiring then. Like if you're not going to do anything for me and you're just going to let me sit here and be an, you know." An eight and eight football team, then I'll retire. And they said, "No, come, come on, like come back." And he said, "All right." And then he's no, but so and who's been there the whole fucking time? Well, Mark Murphy. No, he wasn't the president then. That was uh, uh, it was Ted Thompson was the GM. Who it might have been Mark Murphy. Murphy was I don't know. no, I I'd think have to, Mark Murphy was in two thousand eight. Yeah, I'd have it to wasn't f- fucking uh, who brought him in. I I def- can't I remember his name. I don't know. Uh, uh, it wasn't Bob Harlan? No, 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 no. no, no. It was. It uh, was uh, fucking. We got five minutes left here. Um, Ron Wolf. He was. I don't know if he was a pre- he was a president. No, not Ron Wolf. Because Ron Wolf was the GM before Ted. Thompson, I believe. Is it Harlan? I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, I, but I mean, either way, where I sit, like, I, I, I guess this is where I sit. Like, I don't like. It's so hard to sit and have a fucking opinion because. We don't we're, know what the fuck at the is end of the day, because at the end of the day, it is tough to have an opinion because we're fans. We don't know what's going on at higher level meetings. Obviously, you know we're a bunch of fucking stooges. Bunch but, of stooges but anyway, but, like, but but we all we can do is sit back and and look at what we see and say, this is what we see. This is what we have seen. This is what other teams have done. This is what other organizations who have owners have done. Like, cause, cause if you're an organization that has one owner and he tells the GM, I want to win right now, that GM can't be like, well, let me build for the future. The owner will get that GM out of there. You know, it's like, so, so let me ask you this. Okay. The history of the Packers. I mean, the reason the Packers stayed alive was the people of Green Bay, you know, when the Packers were falling the not the owners of the Packers, not the the GMs, not the the fans, the people. That's why we are the owners. We kept them alive. That is why the history of the Packers is the way the history of the Packers is. Is because the fans and all of us kept them alive, and I take pride in that. That we are the owners, but 
I am coming to the point where I do think, like, we need a fucking owner. So I want to ask you this because this is something I have thought of. Do you take away that ownership from the fanhood and you 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 bring on a person who maybe is a guy who is prideful of title town of the frozen tundra i do, no. would you rather have a have an owner or you know, as as you know right now it's not great it's but it's because <laughs> It, and I don't, I don't mean to say it's it's because of Aaron Rodgers we're having this conversation, but it's be it's it's worked for so long, and I think it's you know at one point I mean at, so at one point long time ago the Bengals were in a Super Bowl, long long time ago Bengals played in a Super Bowl, they got their ass kicked by the Forty ers This was before you were born, before I was born. This was like in the 80s. 80s. I mean, I could be wrong. Sorry. I got got the draft stuff wrong. Elton Jenkins was not drafted in the same draft as Jair Alexander. He was in the same draft as Rashawn Gary and Darnell Savage. So I was a year off. But anyway, I realize that on my own. But anyway, I could be wrong about this. I got a minute, 30 seconds here. Um, Let it rip, titter chip. But I... So the I mean the Bengals were in a Super Bowl one time and then after that they've been in the playoffs like a handful of times and have won a playoff game like two times in like 40 years. Where are you going with this? The Packers have had sustained consistent success since Aaron since Brett Favre was here. So would I would I trade so Brett Favre won a Super Bowl in his like his second year, right or third year, whatever it was. It was very early on in his Got career. In the in ninety-two, he won in ninety-five, ninety-six season. So it was like four years, and then they went to Super Bowl after what that. What about Rodgers? You got but, it. In what, so okay, they went. Yeah. So he I'm went sorry, to. I'm they sorry, went I'm to sorry. back-to-back Super Bowls. So would you take? Those back-to-back Super Bowls in the early '90s, and then a drought for thirty years, like the Bengals, like the Bengals, like literally, that's what they did. They were in a Super Bowl, and then they were in. Now they've been in a drought for thirty, twenty plus years, at least twenty plus years. So, would you take that or what the Packers have done over the past fifty years? I don't I'm not saying one way is right or wrong. I'm just saying there is there's two sides to it. Yes, they haven't done things the best way and they haven't treated Rodgers like the superstar that he is and they they haven't built around him the way that a lot of GMs or owners would think they should, but at the same time, if you risk everything and then down you're shitty. Yeah, thanks. All right. It what, like, what do you want? Like, what? what's the best way to do it? All right, we're going to shut down this Packer talk for a bit. Well, no, we're, we're just adding. <laughs> so right now we're just adding hops, and then it's got to sit for another 10 minutes. So we're back to. So we uh, are adding We are adding seven, gram, seven yeah, grams give that camera a little. of the Cascade hops. Down, down. Bring it down a little bit. Show it, show it, show it. Oh, yeah. Look at that shit. So we've got seven grams of the Cascade Hops. All right. I'll 
Okay. Pull it up, smoke it. Cascade hops. When the timer goes off, add seven grams of citra hops. Nope, nope. So we're at, with 20 minutes oh, remaining, pfft. add seven grams of Cascade hops. With 10, 10 minutes, minutes remaining, remaining, add three and, three and a half grams of the Cascade hops. All right, so, so we've got eight more minutes. All right, eight let me and get this minutes. on deck. Yes, please. <laughs> citra? Nope. The Cascade. Yep. The citra goes at the end. So, yeah, that's, uh, so it's. I guess, I, I guess as a Packer fan. I get so fucking hyped about it because I'm just the the drama like it's a reoccurrence I guess where it's like why is this happening again I get it I guess I I, I understand it but it it's just win now like it, take advantage of this last year Rogers contract you know like get as far as you can. If you don't make it this year, then, like, let's do this bullshit, this drama, this trade drama. Let's do that at the end of a contract. Let's let's fill out the rest of his time. Let, let's do what we can to make it. And I guess this is, like, the front office side of me where it's like, build it now. Build it. Let's do it this year. Let's see what we can do this year. You know, we got one more year. This is his the end of his contract. Let's Let's see what we can do. No, he's got three years. He's got three years oh. left on his contract. Oh, three more years. He's got three, but Holy fuck. he's not guaranteed. So he could be cut at any time. So what's this June first so, bullshit then? Like that's, so okay, that's once trade Ju- deadline? once Ju- no no once June first rolls around. So I keep Max around, ladies and gentlemen. The, the 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 value of Aaron Rodgers' contract and the ability to trade him evens out. Okay. So once June first rolls around, if Aaron Rodgers is traded or cut from the team, it doesn't cost them as much as if they would do it prior to June first. Okay. So a lot of people think, well, if they're gonna do anything, it's got to be after June first because that's when it's most cost effective. Uh, effective. Effective for the Packers, and you know like you're not really like he might miss OTAs like that's no team is going to be like well we got to get our starting quarterback in for OTAs you want to make sure you get him in at least before the mandatory mini camps and then when the 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 money situation becomes feasible for both ends so that's why people want to do it after or they think it'll happen after June yeah. 1st but i i mean I personally think they're going to let him – they're going to say, look, you are under contract. Yes, you aren't – Rodgers wants to guarantee. He wants the franchise to not be able to be able to cut him at any point and say, you had a bad year, we're moving on. He wants He wants the the stability. He wants the reassurance. He wants like – And he wants a seat at the fucking table. At the table. Man. He wants like- – he wants he wants to be able to say these are the receivers I like. This is who I want in there. I like my quarterback coach. I like these wide receivers. These are the, these yeah. are the weapons I'm I'm looking forward to using. Personally, I I don't. Maybe the wide receiver thing, I could see him being like, "Hey, I like this guy. I don't like this guy." As far as the coaching staff goes, like, you mean even as quarterback coach? I mean, if it's this guy. That's his guy. That's the guy he works with. 
That's an MVP quarterback coach at the end of the day. No, no, no. It was, a, it was the quarterback coach before this. Before. before. It was last season. It was the season prior to his MVP okay. season that they got rid of him. They brought in a new one this past year. So. Well, what's a. Okay. Can I, mean, I ask. What's I don't, a quarterback coach to a 34 year old MVP? That's what I mean. Like, Rodgers. Like, is it that. I mean, I, I don't relationship. think that, I don't think I really don't think the the quarterback coach thing was that I obviously it plays a part, but I don't think he's like he got rid of the quarterback's Yo, you coach. Know, one thing like the I that's been brought up to to light the the uh, Jordy Nelson thing. I didn't realize you know a lot of talk like I didn't realize how much Jordy wanted to stay in Green Bay before he got traded out to the Raiders, like things Dude, like that. Like Jordy was, I'm sorry, was, I love Jordy, but he was he wasn't good anymore. He was washed up, but he was willing to play for nothing. I, I, I'd rather give a young guy a shot. Okay, I mean, like again, this is a this is from me thinking. No, as a GM, yeah, no, but not that's thinking what I'm at, that's not, what I'm asking. Exactly. I'm not looking to talk to a no, GM. yeah. I'm looking at your th- mind. I'm thinking from a, a perspective of look. I'm trying to build a team. I'm I'm building. I gotta build a. I gotta build a team, and. But but also when you look at a Jordy, it's not okay. Who a guy who can we can put on the field and make plays, a veteran who can coach up uh, MVS, a guy who can you coach had, up. You had Devante. You had Randall Cobb still there. Both those guys could okay. do a good enough job. Okay. That's yeah. my thinking. Is like, yeah. Do you need a third guy that can help younger guys along? What about Kumaro? What do you think about that? That's a little bit. I fucked with Kumaro. I mean, yes and no. Like Kumaro didn't really do a lot on. Do the you think bills. it's friendship? It's not like he was. Do you like... think it's friendships for Rogers? Do you think it was like, oh, this guy's my buddy? Do you think it was like? Well, okay. Here's the. Th- it was. The Kumaro thing, it came down, the roster spot, I remember this, it came down between Jake Kumaro and Malik Taylor. Malik Taylor's about, again, I could be wrong, three to four years younger than Kumaro. Where's Malik Taylor? And much more athletic. Kumaro's on the Bills, and he didn't do... Where's Malik Taylor? He's on the, he signed his restricted free agent tender. He's on the Packers. He's still a part of our receiving core. But so what I'm on but, the fucking no he's on our ninety man or he's on he's got a roster spot he he played in the he he scored a touchdown in the playoffs last year. What team? What, what game? The uh, it was either it was either the Rams game or the or the game before it. Like is he, he is he nineteen? Eighty six. Oh, Jesus Christ. Nineteen is uh Saint Brown. Saint Brown. So no, but so what I'm saying is is. Yes, from Roger's standpoint. What's our time limit? Here? Uh, we got about a minute and forty seconds left. Okay. So yeah, yeah from Roger's standpoint, he wanted Kumro because he's the reliable guy. He's older. He's more of a veteran. He he's he's he understands Rogers and he he gets and I I get that. I think we should have kept Kumro. I'm not saying like Malik Taylor's better or he would have made things better. Or but, at least before letting go of Kumro. Yeah, say hey, hey Rogers. Rogers. We're thinking about let, letting but, go of Kumaro. But also at the same time, would maybe they did tell that to Rogers? Maybe we don't know. And Rogers just went to the media and said, ah, "I love Kumaro." But the whole time he knew Kumaro was going to get cut. 
So is it, we don't know. It could be that the organization came to him and said, this is what we're doing. We're sorry if it's not your this is thing. This why I fucking hate this whole situation, right, because man. It, Even when Rogers came know. out in this fucking interview, it's like, I left, I left that interview with Kenny Mayne saying, what, why, what? Like what? It does it? Nothing changed. Nothing. nothing. No. Nothing. nothing How? Changed. Like there's. This is the biggest drama fucking situation. Yep. And nothing's changed. No answers. No questions have been answered. Like. I just. I guess I'm. I'm tired of it. I want to just play football, dude. I want to oh. know who I'm rooting hey, for. And we've got like a hundred and like. 90 days until we actually play football. Am I wearing 10 or 12 this year? Let me know. We're going to find out. But first, before we find that out, we're going to be adding three and a half grams of Cascade hops. Let's get that in there. Add that shit in. I was just talking into my beer can. I still am. (laughs) Smells like I... A goddamn good soup. All right, so we've got our uh, three and a half grams of the Cascade hops. Let's see. When the timer goes off, add seven grams of the citrus hops. Turn off heat and cover the pot. Okay, so again, we're doing a we're doing a hazy IPA, a citrus session, a hazy IPA. So with a, a hazy IPA, the hops are added post. Mower hops are added post-boil than a, a normal IPA. Yeah. So once this is done boiling, we are going to add 7 grams of a citra hop, of the citra hops. Okay. So that's why it's a citra hazy it's IPA. A, okay. Because those are the... Those citra hua hazy IPA. Yeah. yeah. Because those are the hops we're adding once it's done boiling. It's going to get... You're going to grab... It's going to grab the most of those just like... It's not going to boil it down and get, like, those heavy flavors of the citra hops. It's just going to grab the, the light notes of the citra hops. Yeah. It's going to grab the citrus flavors, Citri- the piney flavors. The it's piney. not going to grab the heavy, heavy flavors. Exactly. So this is uh, this is cool, man. I, I really, really enjoy awesome. doing it's this. A, it's a pretty, like, good process, easy understanding, easy yeah. kind of step-by-step step just we're just hanging yeah, out hanging relaxing. out talking fucking pack brewing um, beer i'm gonna take a hazy ip leak absolutely yeah so well well carl's uh taking a leak we're gonna add we're just gonna kind of quick go over the next steps in the process i know i just talked about adding the seven grams of the citra hops uh once it's done boiling uh, but what we're going to do after that is the cooling. The cooling process um, is described as this. So we're going to place a covered pot in the sink. We're going to fill the sink with cold water and ice up to the height of the wart in the pot. So we're not going to go um, higher or lower. You know, we're not just going to fill up a little ring around the sink with cool, icy water. We're going to fill up the sink uh, right to the level of the wart in the pot. Um, and then we're going to set a timer for 30 minutes. And while the wart is cooling for that 30 minutes, we're going to start decontaminating, uh, some of our other, 
um, instruments in the process. So we are going to um, put the lid on our bubbler here. Right here, we're gonna put we're gonna put the lid on that bubbler, and we're gonna swish around the water that's in there because it has the the cleansing solution is in there. We're gonna put the lid on. We're gonna shake it up. We're gonna make sure the lid is fully cleansed and, and cleaned. Um, and all the, the spots inside of our fermenter are cleaned. Um, let's see, what else are we doing? We're going to then empty the solution into the pitcher. And, um, you know, so we're going to get rid of all the water. And we need to find a pitcher. We might just have to cut the lid off of our... Off of our... Uh, <laughs> didn't think about this. I'm going to have to just cut the lid off of our gallon jug here. So maybe I'll do that right now. Um, but we're going to empty the solution into a pitcher, and uh, we're going to put the um, lid back on our fermenter. Um, we can dispose of any solution uh, that will not fit into our gallon pitcher. And then we are going to soak the airlock, rubber stopper, scissors, and yeast pack in the cleansing solution. Oh, we're going to soak the yeast pack in there, too. Interesting. Okay. So, I suppose I'm, I'm going to have to get this, our gallon jug ready to, to hold scissors, a yeast pack, and our, what else is going in here? Airlock and a rubber stopper. That shouldn't be too hard. That'll be all right. We'll figure that out. No problems here. But, um, so yeah, we got about five minutes left until we're going to add the last of our hops and we're going to turn off the heat and cover the pot. So, um, this is a, we're, we're coming up to the end of the actual, like, boiling process of getting, you know, the, the, the water and the grains and the yeast and the hops mixed together. I'm going to kind of pull it up here, kind of show you what the pot is looking like. Smells good. Smell like a bakery in here. <laughs> it smells like a goddamn bakery. Look at that. Boil. 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 Pretty pretty cool. <laughs> fun stuff. Bag it up. 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 Sure, sure, right, sure. So All right, I'm going to run to the, the bathroom myself quick. Carly, right. take it over. Taking her over. Set my headphone up. So we talk Packers. We've been brewing. It's been a hell of a brew process. Something new. Uh, totally different spot, man. This is uh, this is awesome. It's uh, something new, something fresh. Uh, hopefully, uh, this this all works out for us, man. Um, so I'm gonna try a new. I got my uh, vest koozie of the week. Shout out. Um, unzip. All right, give me a sec. Ah. All right. We'll do a hazy all day. Oh, Max is back. 
Turn up the radio. Blast your stereo. Yeah. So we are brewing the uh, hazy citric karma, 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 karma IPA. Brew is boiling. We got two minutes thirty seconds left. And the max, what what's next on that uh, list? Add a little more hot. We are going to add the last of our hops and remove from heat or turn the heat off. I don't think we're removing from heat. We just turn the heat just off, turn it off and cover the pot. So we got to get our cover ready here. All right, the cover ready. Another thing I got to get ready is, so we have to cleanse our scissors. Okay. We have to cleanse our uh, yeast. We have to cleanse uh, our uh, rubber stopper. Go. We have to cleanse a yeast packet. Has to be cleansed. The, the outside? The actual packet. Okay. And we have to, our airlock has to be cleansed as well. Okay. And it's, um. So we'll explain what the airlock has to do with the situation. Yeah, that that won't come into play until closer to the end here, which. Okay. Which is. Yeah, that, that won't come for a little bit yet, but we'll get, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get it's there. actually a pretty interesting little uh, device that lets, like. CO2 out, but doesn't let air in. Okay, okay. So, you know, it's like a, it's something that Northern Brew you, Brewer uses in their kits um, that's unique to Northern Brewer, I believe. Okay, okay. So, so maybe in uh, in uh, one of our next uh, time pauses, time waiting, yeah, we, 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 uh, we can I can talk tell, about it. I can tell a little uh, joke of the week. Yeah, joke that'd be of the week. great. <laughs> uh, let's see what's coming up, because we've got the minute mark up here. Uh yeah, okay. Actually, so we're gonna need to get this ready because right. what's, what what are we getting ready? So what's gonna happen next? So we got forty seconds here. So um, when the timer goes off, we're gonna add the seven grams of the citra hops, okay, turn okay. off the heat, and cover the pot. So this, yep, we'll get this on deck. Show that citra hops. Citra hops, seven grams. So, again, we're adding seven grams at the very end and when it's done boiling. Yep. Um, the other, I think we've added one seven-gram uh, cascade hops, and the other two have been three and a half grams. So we're adding a good amount of gram or a good amount of, of hops at right at the end. Again, that's why it's a hazy, hazy IPA. IPA. So once that's done, we got to get it cooling. So we're going to have to fill the sink. Okay. We're going to have to fill the sink with ice and all water. Right, all right. All right. Let's do this. Uh, we're both going to turn off our mics. You guys are going to have to watch as we go. All right. So we are transporting the our, uh, our mixture here, our wort, into the sink, getting it ready for the cooling process. We're only going to be filling the sink up with ice and water up to the level of the wort in the pot. So Carl's going to come over and start pouring ice into the sink. And he's going to want to pour the ice uh, just under, so it's halfway around the pot. And here we go. All right. Looks great. We have got our wort cooling in the sink with ice. Um, 
We're going to put a little bit of water in here, according to this thing, I guess. According to the instructions, we're just going to fill it with a little bit of water. Just to get it real cold. You know. That's probably Nice and toasty. There. Nice and frosty. Nice and cold, you know. All right. Here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get that camera up top, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we've got this moving. We're going to set a timer for 30 minutes here. All right, so now while that's cooling for 30 minutes... Well, those dirty dishes, and there it is, right there. Hey, oh, we got our wort cooling in the sink with ice and some cold water. So we got 30 minutes. While this 30 minutes is going, uh, we have to start a decontaminating process. Um, so we are going to put the lid onto our fermenter here. Max is swirling. Let me know what to say. Swirling the cleansing solution around in the big brew barrel. We leaking? Okay. That on tight. Max's muscles are too strong for Max's muscles, so we are looking for a uh, shirt. I got a shirt. Okay. Oh, what are you doing with that? So we're getting ready to put all the shit inside of the one gallon jug that needs to be cleansed. So the rubber stopper, airlock, the active yeast, our scissors. These four things are about to be cleansed. Step out of the way for Max to start cleansing. Correct? There you go. Alright. Alright, do you need help? All right, so I'm gonna put the the phone down. We're gonna I'm gonna help Max get the cleansing in. So right now we are dumping the scissors, the um, 
What are we on? The active yeast, the rubber stopper, and our airlock all inside of this milk jug full of the cleanser to make sure it's fully sanitized from head to toe. Make sure ensure contact with all surfaces. Uh, most important thing is to make sure everything is cleansed, man. Even the package of our active brewing yeast. Even the package, the outside of the scissors, everything, head to toe. Next step. Max dries his hands. <laughs> okay, so now I'm pretty sure we can, uh, once that stuff is cleansed, we should probably get like a paper towel or something just take everything out okay okay put it on like a spot where it won't get disinfected again okay and then we'll have paper until towel. just the timer goes off until um you know we have to make some moves here so carl's setting up our spot where we will put our cleansed items onto hell yeah all right so now, Carl, if you want to take those items out of the cleansing solution and just put them on the drying paper towel spot there. That is it. That is it. That. You can just dump out whatever water is Kay. in there. Just dump that out however you need to, and then that can just get thrown out. Okay. All right. So next steps here, buddy. Uh, once our timer goes off, so we got about 22 minutes, uh, we are going to take the sanitized fermenter um, on a search, so we're gonna put this uh, the fermenter and the, our cooled pot next to each other. Uh, we're gonna remove the lid from both our pot and the th uh, fermenter, um, and we're going to gently pour the contents of the fermenter. Here, take your mic back here. We are going to gently pour the contents of our pot into the fermenter. Um, and we are going to be leaving most of the solids from the pot into the pot. So we're not, we're not, we're not putting, we're not trying to put all of a bunch of the, the hops and grains and whatever solids are left in our pot. We don't want all of that in the fermenter. Uh, so the fermenter is the glass okay. jug. Okay. Okay. So and apparently we're not rinsing it out. Whatever cleaning solution was in there is what. Okay, so there's no sort it sort of filter or anything. We're just Correct. trying to. We just want to get as much of um, the wort into the fermenter and or get the wort into the fermenter, leaving as much of the solids, grains, hops behind in the pot. Okay. Um. So. From that stage, um, I think I got a joke of the week. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got 20 minutes, man, so absolutely. Pull up a chair, man. <sighs> Tried drinking out of the microphone for a second. Yeah, I've been trying to do that. So in the time being, I'm going to tell you guys a little joke of the week. Um, We usually like to tell dirty jokes. I shied away from it. Oh, yeah. Let me get back into it. I think we know. We don't need to be. We don't need to shy away no more. And then I'll tell you guys a little bit of the process of uh, me trying to get our uh, our new weekly challenge dust game back in action. So I'm gonna start with the joke of the week. So one day at the end of the class. Little Johnny's teacher asked the class to go home and think of one story to be concluded with the moral of that story. That following day, the teacher asked for the first volunteer to tell their story. Little Susie raises her hand and says, My dad owns a farm. And every Sunday we load the chickens on the truck and we drive into town and sell them at the market. Well, one day, one Sunday we hit a big bump and all the eggs flew out of the baskets onto the road. When the teacher asked for the moral of the story, Susie replied, Don't keep all your eggs in one basket. So little Lucy went next. My dad owns a farm too. Every weekend we take the chickens down and we put them in the incubator. Last weekend only eight of the 12 eggs hatched. Again the teacher asked, well, what is the moral of that story? Lucy replied, don't count your chickens before they hatch. Next up was little Johnny. And he says, my Uncle Ted fought in the Vietnam War, and his plane was shot down over enemy territory. He jumped out of the he jumped out before it crashed, and he could only take a case of beer, a machete, a machine gun, and a machete. On the way down, he drank that case of beer. Then he landed, right in the middle of a hundred Vietnamese soldiers. He shot seventy with his machine gun. But then he ran out of bullets. So he pulled out his machete and killed 20 more. Then the blade on the machete broke. So he killed the last 10 with his bare hands. The teacher looked at him a little shocked. After clearing her throat, she said, What could possibly be the moral of that story? Little Johnny replied, well, don't fuck with Uncle Ted when he's been drinking. No, sir. <laughs> no, sir. That's a good one. I've heard that one uh, God uh, damn before. It. I love that joke. Hell of a story. Uh, hell of a story. But, hey, Max, so we got a, we got a new drinking game coming ahead of us. Um, not drinking yeah, game. Do. A new uh, weekly, monthly, new weekly challenge. Uh, activity. Activity decider. Determinator. Uh, we we were going. We were originally thinking about, you know, just buying a little, little handheld desktop 
bag, bag toss. toss. You know, that, that's what we were thinking originally. You know, a little, uh, little desktop bag toss. toss. We'll just stuff. buy something. No yeah, big deal. Yeah. Ten bucks, whatever. Yeah. Now sitting at my shop at work and looking up uh, desktop bag toss. Kind of got to thinking. I mean, I work in a wood shop, and I'm like, why spend twenty bucks when I can just make the fucking thing? Man? Hell yeah. So, uh, started sawing up some wood and putting putting some sizes together and shit and and uh, I think I got I think I got it I got it pretty well figured out, man. Yeah, it looks. I mean, the I, the prototype looks nice. Let yeah, me tell you what, you, and, you've done. And a good the prototype job on that. is the is the uh, the main item. Um, not a hundred percent executed yet, but um. It'll be, uh, it'll be ready to go by next Monday, oh, right? Oh, 110 percent. I mean, I yeah. I did this in 30 minutes today, so oh, I got I got Monday. I we'll got have, good plans for it. So we'll have a beautiful desktop, and bag I got all toss. the bags for it and shit. We got so bags, we got stickers to put on it. We could oh. maybe we could we could get a, some spray paint cans and just oh. have a little fun of our own on it one day. Uh, Hell yeah! Or man. paint or sharp. I don't know how. Get some hula. Get some. Something we could just buy Hua stickers to put on anything. Oh, you you mentioned Hua stickers. I mean, I ordered one big one for my car and ended up getting about 75 little ones. Yeah, gotta read the fine print, apparently. Yeah, I did not do that, but I, I, I well executed this Hua. Mini desktop bag toss. Yeah, I like uh, should, well put together. Wanna, should he get pull? Yeah, out man. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll pull out prototype. I'm gonna say right now the holes, the the holes for the bag toss, not executed. Uh, not where perfect. I want yet, but they not will perfect. be. I'm gonna fix them up. So uh, I'll pull out, pull out yeah. what I got. They're uh, they're work in progress. It's uh, from what I can see here, they look. Real nice. Let me tell you what for handmade, handmade desktop bag toss. Man, it's pretty. So I uh, I looked up. Pull it out. Let's get it out. So I pulled up. Uh, so it's a regular regular size for mini mini bag toss. Let's see here. Ten and a half. Oh, ten and a half inches wide by uh, fifteen three quarters inches long. All right, so that's the base. Okay, that's the base right there. Hey, glued, glued base. and screwed. Glued and screwed. So this is my, I like my first no, okay. attempt at my top board. So ah, if you if you hold up that, top, that'll fit. That'll be that'll be nicely. Look at this. There you go. So put that. See how nice. See how my measurements are. This will sit, and I it'll be glued and screwed. Right on top of the base. Bada bing, bada boom. Look at how perfect that is. So that'll be glued and screwed. Zit, 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 all the way around. And uh, these are my back legs right here. So back legs sit six inches. Okay. Haven't, I actually haven't fitted these. Whoa, a little tall. So might be a little tall. Alright. Back legs at six inches. And then my front legs. 
three inches. Oh, actually, not bad. So I don't think it'll. I don't think it'll be that bad, man. All right, put it on the side. I actually want to see what that six inches looks like. Put it on the inside, inside, inside. Ooh. All right. And then, oh, actually, and then three inches. The bottom of the feet. Oh, man, those actually might not be too sharp. Yeah. So we got some mini bag toss. So I'm working on that. Working on that. We got new a mini uh, bag toss. New weekly. It's gonna be nice. We're gonna we're gonna play we're gonna play a round of bags. Round of bags once a week to determine who gets to roll the dice for our weekly challenge grid. Yeah. We're gonna keep roughly the same activities, the same ideas, the same principles um, for our weekly challenge grid. But instead of playing cribbage once a week and seeing who has the most points at the end of the hand. We're gonna play bag toss and see. We're gonna. Are we gonna keep score? Yeah. Okay. So we'll play. We'll play. Uh, play to twenty-one. Okay. And then we can play like uh, best two out of three. Best two out of three, and yeah. then who's ever winning after yeah. two out of three. Um, so we'll is play. The we'll play through grid. one game. Play one game through twenty-one. Then we can kind of see how long that like first game takes us yeah get a good idea of so we'll play one hand we both get to toss once right whoever so wins that hand whoever wins that toss and we're gonna do we're gonna do a a we both start at one end toss down yeah and then toss back yeah and that's gonna be one week one week and then who's ever winning at the end of rolls you know, dice rolls the dice um and rolls the dice uh when when we say rolls dice that's uh we have a bracket for what we're gonna do for weekly challenges um and i think these weekly challenges will be on top of what we're gonna do well i i mean i guess for brewing Basically, we're just letting this brew sit. We're gonna let this brew sit. Maybe we can. Um, I mean, we got we got uh, stand up comedy coming here pretty soon. We got to start so researching maybe, open mics. We got to start researching. And maybe you know, are we gonna be driving to Appleton? Maybe to, uh, every other to the week? green room or to the to the to Appleton the, to the, uh, to the um, uh, comedy club Highline Skyline Skyline Comedy com- Cafe Skylight Comedy Club Cafe. Uh, maybe we'll do that uh, every other week, and then stay in Green Bay the opposite weeks. I don't know. Like we'll have to research stand up. We'll have to research oh. open mics. Max, I gotta ask you, man. I'm pretty nervous for this fucking. Comedy. Of course, of course. Of but course this is. We're I think this. I I'm think no. I think this is. Knowing you're nervous makes me go. So am I? But it's not like I'm. Look, it may, I'm excited. It makes me more excited, though. The, the it's like thing, I've I've never been this nervous for an event, so it makes me very excited because I'm a funny guy, but I've never had to be funny. I've never had to like. Well, we've never had to write jokes. We've yeah. always had inside jokes, or we've had stories that we've we've told, or so funny stories, but we've never had to actually craft a joke. Where, yeah, you might have a story about your life. And it, there might be a funny ending, but you have to think, 
okay, is this funny for me? Because I know all the characters involved and I, I understand why it's funny. Or is it literally just a funny story? And if it's funny for just you, then you kind of got to manipulate your story to fit stand-up. And it's not its not like you're making a lie up and going, uh, I, w- I was walking down the street and uh, fucking, uh, you know, it's just... Some lady walked right up to me, and we had this wild conversation, and it's a funny, and you write a joke about something that never happened, but it was about this person that came up to you on the street. Or is it like literally a person came up to me, and it wasn't the funniest conversation, but it'd be really funny if they said this, and then this was how I tagged it at the end, so that's going to be the joke. So it's like, we got to figure this that whole thing okay out. so let me ask you like when you think about this like monthly stand-up um have you thought about jokes have you thought about maybe something that's happened or like i, I mean a big thing i take into this is you know don't get the don't let the truth get in the way of a good story oh yeah oh you know absolutely. what i mean like a, well, make be able to tell well, at the end of the day like you have to you, you, People have to realize, like, stand-up's not always truthful. It's a matter of, it's storytelling. May, you right. know, let people, people need to be, to me, the way I follow a good comedian is um, a good storyline and a good a good punchline to that story. You know, like, that's what, it, whether it's truthful or not. And to me, that's like, okay, well, I'll take events that has happened in my life, but stretch it right to the extreme. Right, but but you all, I, I also think of it like you have to stretch it, but you also have to stretch it in a way that's funny. If you're just stretching it, be like to make it like, to just make it extreme. If you're just stretching a story to be extreme, is it actually funny or is it extreme? Yeah, you can stretch a story to be funny, but it's not extreme. So it makes me nervous. It's man. like, where is that in between? <laughs> where is that? But that's what I. But that's the part about it that I think when I think we actually have to sit and write. And maybe it's not even something we do for the show. Maybe me and you just get together like a day before we're actually going up and we're like, all right, what are you gonna say? And we just together we're like, all right, this is what I'm gonna say. And if you're like, ah, I don't know how that's gonna go. Maybe try this. But that's the hard part, though, because some people may find something funny that you don't find funny. That and that's so you know, but we'll I never mean, know until we get I, up I there. I guess to me, what I accepted is the fact like I have to be comfortable knowing that I probably am going to bomb. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like I have to be, and I think that's content. Like you having the go, the GoPro up when I'm up on the stage. Oh, we're gonna be recording everything. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Well, and we're they're gonna it's gonna be up. We're and gonna like, play it. I'm I'm normally like I'm I'm a good storyteller because well I think I'm a good storyteller because I I am a guy who does really believe and run by this the the, the stances. Don't let the truth get in the good of it. Like I'm really good at fucking uh, prolonging a story and just making a story more than what it is. But sure to the fact of like making it funny. It's funny to some people, but it's like, I've never tried to just tell a joke to some random yeah. ass motherfuckers. Like, right. I've never bombed before. I I think I think the biggest part is being able to bomb and just keep going. Like, Right. Or or being able to... I hate when uh, I'll, I'll watch uh, uh, a show, it's called Kill Tony, where they 
they get they they'll pull names out of a bucket for people to come up and they do one minute of comedy. And I hate when people get up there and they're like, "Oh, it's my first time, so it's got me some slack if I suck." And they get up there and they suck. It's like, dude, just get up there and suck. If you suck, you suck. Yeah. And if you if you suck, take your lumps. And if you want to improve on it, then you go back home. You try to improve on it, and you do it again the next night. You don't wait till Kill Tony comes back around and pulls your name out of the bucket. Or if you don't want to do it again, you just get up. You suck, and you go, man, that was fun to do. I'm glad I I tried it. That was embarrassing. I I my face was red. I was sweating. But when you're done, at least you can say you did it. And like, that's how I'm. I I don't know if I'll I'll take it internalize it that way when I'm done with it, but in my head right now I'm like all right just get up there, don't say like it was my first time sorry if I suck blah 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 I'm not yeah. good at this I'm not good just get up there say your jokes, or what you think are jokes if they yeah. bomb you bomb and you go. All right, was it my jokes that bombed? Was it the the, the delivery that bombed? And then you, we try again next week. Or so to me, like I feel like when I get up there, I'm gonna have to just like I'm gonna come up. I'm gonna think of like personal stories and just have to like wing it. Like I'm gonna totally. So like I'm gonna like it's hard for me to just make up stories on the spot. I'm gonna have to come up with something that like happened to me, but make it more or 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 have like I mean I I don't I'm not. I have no idea how the process of doing stand-up comedy works, right? But I can only imagine that practicing, not even in, not even in the terms of in front of people, but just practicing in your head, writing it out. Write out what you think is going to be your joke or bullet points. And then s- literally go, th- like if, if you have a story and it's like, okay, I met up with X, Y, or Z person, X, Y, or Z thing happened. This is the joke. And it's just bullet points. Um, it could just be like, John Smith met at Park. And in your head you go, okay, yeah, yeah. So this time I was, I, yeah, man, it was, what a day I was having, dude. It was a, such a fucking shit day. But, but I decided, you know what, I'm going to walk through this park. and yeah. Little did I know I met this fucking guy and we had this conversation. And he said this, and it made me think, and it's a joke yeah. or something like that. So I'm 12 years old, right? I'm 12 years old, and uh, I don't really give a fuck at this point. I mean, I don't. I, 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 all my friends are sexually active at this point. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm the bottom of the barrel at this point, man. Wait, and say, and, and at this point, I mean, like, I, I, I need something. I want. I, I need a story. I need. I need something to. I need something to give at a party. Um. So this girl. We call her uh, Big Big Mama at the school, and and she's a wonderful woman, wonderful woman. Um, but I'm a little white boy, and and she's a. Sorry to cut you off. We got a minute and thirty seconds left, so you got to wrap this up quick. <laughs> she's a big, beautiful woman. I can't do all this in a minute and 30 seconds. So, so, so you were going to go into a bit. I'm ready. Gonna go into I, a bit. I was into it. I was ready. You were about so to go into a bit. I'll do this okay. after our okay. next. Uh, I'll do it. I'll do I it. Gotcha. Full out. I got you. Full okay. out after this minute and uh, 18 seconds. 16. All right. 18. So we're we're moving on in our beer process. We'll get right. back into our, our monthly, next month's challenge of stand-up comedy. Carl's got a funny 
funny story coming, but apparently but quick, we're going to get into our next right, step in the brewing steps? process. Transferring. So when our timer goes off, we're going to place our sanitized fermenter, um, you know, next to our pot of wort. We're going to remove. This is wort. Yep, that's the wort. The wort in our sink here, cooling, chilling in our, in our, in our pot of ice and water. We're going to pour the contents um, um, from our, our pot of wort into our, our fermenter, leaving most of the solids in the pot. So we're not trying to pour all of the hops and grains and so anything mo- just left liquids. over. We just want the liquids okay. into the fermenter. Um, uh, so then once we have as much of the liquids into our fermenter as possible, we're going to add cool, um, tap water, drinkable water, uh, to the fermenter until we get to our one gallon mark. Okay. Okay. So it might be a little bit below the gallon mark just because of condensation. All right. Let's do this shit. All right. So All right, I'm going to get the camera on. Yeah. All right, so we've got our pot um, emptied into our fermenter. There honestly wasn't a ton of solids left in the pot. I, I do think a, a decent amount of solids went into the fermenter, but I there's really nothing I could have done about that. Um, but what we're going to do now is fill our fermenter with cool water up into our our one gallon mark because we are we're probably at about three quarters of a gallon right now. And we need to we need to fill the rest of of that space with with cool, uh, drinkable water according to the instructions. Uh, yeah, until the level rises to the one gallon mark on the fermenter. All right. Okay, so we have. Um, filled up to the one gallon mark on our fermenter um, and now we need to pitch the yeast so we're going to cut open our yeast pack with scissors and sprinkle the contents of the surface onto the wort all right so now we have uh, sprinkled the contents of the uh, the active brewing yeast onto the surface of the wort. We're going to secure the lid to the fermenter and insert the rubber stopper into the center hole. Rubber stopper, center hole, okay, um, wash your pot and store it around, okay, so blah, 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 we don't have to wash the pot, um, okay, so we're going to move the fermenter to the location that does not receive direct sunlight and maintains a steady temperature between 65 and and 70 degrees, 75 degrees Fahrenheit. Within a few days, uh, bubbles may start forming in the airlock, or a thick foam may rise from the surface of the wort. This is normal part of the brewing uh, of the 
Wait, did I? I think I missed this. I missed the spot here. Okay, pitch. I've uh, missed the spot in the pitching yeast part. Okay, so we have to fill the airlock with cleanser solution to the fill line and insert airlock in the hole in the rubber stopper. Okay, so we need our other packet of cleanser solution, and we're going to fill our airlock, which is this little thing here. There's a piece that goes on top of it. Piece. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a, I've been a little confused on this step of the process because the instructions just say fill the airlock with cleanser solution to the fill line and insert airlock in the hole in the rubber stopper. So. It doesn't say to mix the cleansing solution with water. It just says fill the airlock with cleansing solution. So I'm not mixing with water because I, I, wouldn't say if it I don't think so. But at the same time, it seems odd to just fill a rubber stopper well, with white I mean, powder. Yeah. But I... I Again, I have, I'm just reading the instructions and kind of going off what it says here. So we're going to insert the airlock and the rubber stopper. All right. And uh, now we clean up and we let it ferment. So move the fermenter to a location that does not receive direct sunlight and maintains a steady temperature between 65 and 75 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, within a few days, bubbles may start forming in the airlock or a thick foam may rise from the surface of the wort. This is normal part of the, of the fermentation process. Allow the process 14 days to complete, then move on to bottling days. So we have, we get, we're gonna let this sit for two weeks. And then what are going to start bottling? Fucking bottling days. So, so we're going to find a spot uh, in our Huastu. So, yeah, honestly, I don't, I'm not quite sure how that <laughs> turned out. Uh, there's quite a bit of solids at the bottom of our fermenter. And the instructions said to not have a bunch of solids at, in there. But, I mean, it, it wasn't like I was... Pouring it out and like, what are you gonna do? I wasn't like, <laughs> I was looking for salads. I was looking for like, all right, don't let this get in there. Uh, but. You want a Tarski? Uh, no, I'm good. I'm I, good. I should be good too. Well, what time is it? I don't know what time. Eleven? Yeah, I'm good. Oh, but uh, but yeah, no, we're gonna let that sit for 14 days and uh. Then it's bottling day, and that's the next instructions. And then we're gonna, I'm gonna run to the bathroom click quick, and then yeah, right, but clean up a little bit. Well, we did it. We recorded. We uh, brewed beer. Two weeks from now, we are gonna see what comes from it, man. I think. We followed uh, step by step, did our best, so, hell yeah.
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we we did it, man. We brewed some beer. We're gonna find out if we did it <laughs> correctly. <laughs> I, I really, I, honestly, I was looking at our the bottom of our fermenter, and I was like, "There's too many solids at the bottom of that. There's too many hops and grains and shit at the bottom." But I guess we'll see. But I didn't. didn't. When we poured it, it wasn't like we were hoping that we just poured it out, and it wasn't like. It wasn't like we could have stopped it. We would have needed a strainer, and it didn't say to get a strainer. Yeah, um, got no goddamn strainer. I think we did. I think what we did, so it says, okay, so as rereading this, Gently pour the contents into the ferment from the pot into the fermenter, and maybe by gently they meant like very slowly. But they it. I, we I definitely don't think we just like dumped no, it. No, we didn't dump it. We but strained it. We lowly. But we definitely like just poured it into the fermenter. I don't know if by gently pour they mean to like. Hey, the beauty slowly. of it, man. If we fucked it up. Let me try again. But true. I don't think, I mean, we followed every instruction. It just looked like a lot at precise. the bottom. It just yeah. looked like a lot at the bottom. That, that yeah. My only thing was like, is there too much at the bottom? Maybe there's supposed to be a little bit, but it's like, don't get it all. I don't know. That's the only thing. I feel like we have followed everything perfectly until that point, which yeah. For, for me personally, the the instructions are a little unclear. Gently pour could mean so many different things to so many different people. <laughs> just because no, but but just, just so if you're if you're if you're someone who's like used to cooking things or used to making soups or making, does that mean something differently? Or if you're used to brewing beer. But for a starter, if, if you need, I personally, it's like, should there be no solids or should there be some? I, don't I, know. I mean, but I mean, I get watching the way we poured it. Like to me, that was gentle, right? I didn't. So it, well, I mean, we'll see. We're gonna find out. Why? I mean, we can't sit here and uh, contemplate it. We have yeah. to wait. We're gonna wait fourteen days, and then two uh, weeks and see. We start so, at, and then once we bottle it, we have to wait another. One two, to two weeks. One to two. When can we uh, cool it? So let's see. Uh, it saves your time to cool. Bottling, capping, cleanup. Uh, conditioning. So store the bottles in a dark area at sixty-five. Uh, at least two weeks to carbonate. After oh. two weeks, the bottles can be stored in a refrigerator. So after we bottle it, then we have to so toss them into a dark space. For another two weeks, and okay. then they can be refrigerated. So not so, so... So we have at least four more weeks before we can drink this beer. So a month from now. Yep. So hopefully we can chug these beers down before we go on stage to do a stand-up skit. Right, so what are we going to do in between? Because, I mean, our monthly challenge was to brew beer, and we've brewed beer. 
Um, uh, I think this is uh, something to think on. All right. Hey. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Now, this, this might be a little too much, and you, you tell me if it is. I have a challenge for both of us. So we have the instructions. Um, I think we should come up with, for next week, come up with our own recipe. Okay. Our own, like, see, this might be too much. I'm, no, no, I'm trying no. To think, keep I'm going. I'm trying to keep think going. of, so, like, you pick out the the type of grains. Okay. The type of malt extract and the type of hops. Okay. And then, and you don't have to say when to add the hops, but you can say, like, I want it to be a hazy IPA or just an IPA. Sweet. Or I want double it to be. Double brah. Double brah. Well, no, not not double brew. We're just going to come up with our own recipes. Okay. And no. then we're going to compare and contrast. And then we'll say if we think what we made is... F- I don't know. We'll just talk about it. I think that's a great idea. And then, like, so next week we'll talk about the whole brewing process. We'll talk about um, just what we liked, what we enjoyed doing. Um, personally, like... It would have been fun for me to like pick out the hops, okay, and, like I, yeah. and going into it and be because you just pick out the open. grains, pick out the different in- ingredients, and right. different steps into it. So I think I think maybe for next week we can pick out our own, cr- just for fun, fantasy, yeah. create yeah. our own beer. I think that's an awesome idea. And then you know we'll just talk about it and see how it goes because I don't really know like. Because we don't really have like any weekly challenges for ourselves, in terms of like um, weekly challenges that contribute to our monthly challenge. Because there's really nothing else we can do now except let the brew, brew f- ferment and brew and do its thing. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I think maybe next week we can do that, and then maybe like. After next week, we can be like, all right, we each have to come up with one joke. Well, and then next week, hopefully my uh, mini bag toss is in action. Ah, uh, yeah. Then we can really get going. Yeah. For yeah. So I think, I mean, this episode was awesome for the fact that we just went through the brewing pot process, and then next week we can just get going on little things. We can yeah. through this week. I think a good weekly challenge for us is to come up with uh, new weekly challenges and uh, things for us to conquer through the weeks. Right. And we'll take that on through uh, the Bag Toss episode. Bag Toss rounds. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right, man. So uh, episode 27. Episode 27. We brewed beer. We had had a beer of the week. Uh, We fucking brewed beer. We brewed beer, man. Uh, not quite what we wanted right now, uh, but yeah, no. Episode twenty-seven was one for the books. App, I mean, you know, we'd never done anything like this, trying to do a live demonstration almost. Yeah. While recording, while doing a beer of the week, while doing some beer facts, while doing a joke of the week, doing a little Packer talk. Different stew ep- a- atmosphere, atmosphere, man. I mean, who knows what this is going to actually sound like. Yeah, it could sound like shit. Yeah, it could sound horrible. Could right sound now, amazing. it kind of sounds like it might sound like shit. It very well <laughs> might, but you know, it's but all I, part of but it. But I mean, I think I think we did a whole different 
kind of setup than we ever done, dude. I think it's something completely, something even more completely new than our cabin episode. Yeah. Because we're actually demonstrating things or or trying to demonstrate things. You know what I think it is? Evolving? We're evolving? I think it's episode 27. (laughs) Episode 2, 7. Oh, hold this accountable, dog. Oh, yeah. Coming to you. Man, we can't wait. And this is uh, Kama Citra. Episode 27. Hell yeah.